I'm Jeremy Greer. There'll be peace when you are done. I'm Chris Mosier. Lay your weary head to rest. I'm Eric Zichokova. Don't you cry no Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are doing every single doing? We're doing them now. We're covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. Uh, as you as you can hear, we are joined by a guest this week, the the lovely Z Chocobo on Twitter, aka Eric. Eric, how are you today? Uh, Great answer. Good answer. Uh, Good job. <laughs> Good. 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 Chris? This is weird without the music, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It's weird for us, too. Yeah, it's very strange. You're interrupting all of our rhythms. I had a good circadian rhythm happening, and now it's just gone. Um, that's not really a thing, everybody. Chris, how are you today? I'm doing all right. It took all of my strength to not come in and just go, I'm Chris! But I didn't want to screw everybody up. So you just wanted to do it later so that I have to edit all of that So out. I just yeah. did it now. Good job, good job. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing Our well. Host. I'm, a, I'm a little nervous because I, I forgot to ask either one of you if you're recording. So hopefully both of you guys are recording on uh, your side. Uh, 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 yeah. After almost 90 episodes, I can confirm I am recording. Excellent. Good deal. Uh, we are here with the Season 7 feedback episode. If you've been with us for a while, you know that at the end of every season, we kind of, uh, me and Chris get together and we talk about, um, with a guest, and the three of us all talk about our feelings on Season 7, Supernatural, up to the end of the the season, and then we also answer questions and fuck Mary Hunts, and just... Chris, I'm going to be honest with you. We have 12 pages of questions. We kind of need to burn through this shit real fast if we're going to be like... All right. We'll try, we'll be, try to keep it light and tight. We're going to be loopy by the end of this. I can already tell. So uh, let's let's start, Eric, with you. Oh, I'll open it. Uh, oh, I have it open, but I opened it twice. What, um, what kind ready. of tell us about your supernatural experience? Where did it start? Oh. Where did it finish? Oh, Where did you come did of age? Ooh. Mm. Well, ooh, let's see. I don't know what year... But I was on Tumblr, and people love Supernatural on Tumblr. I don't know if you guys know well, this. They That's, love and hate. Let's be honest. Uh, it's an equal amount. True. <laughs> Let's make one thing it's perfectly true. clear. Nobody hates Supernatural more than Supernatural fans. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, <laughs> but I like followed people that sometimes were just like, and like Tumblr is full of like, like a response like that's unrelated to Supernatural, and then like they find, like, the Supernatural fans somehow find it, and they're like, they relate it to Supernatural somehow. Yeah, I would say Supernatural uh, would crop up on a lot of Tumblr posts, even though they weren't related to Supernatural in any way, yeah. shape, or form. No, it's... It was... It's... It's weird. So through the magic of Tumblr, you found but, your way to hunks. And I was just like, I want something to watch. This looks spooky. Let me watch it. And I just... I was pretty hooked from the start. My standards yeah. were lower back then for st- season one. Early season one. <laughs> I love season one, okay? I do. Uh, I do too, but... I do mean, you remember when you caught up? Like, what season you caught up to? Let's see, let's see, let's see. I think season eight was on when I was binging. Uh-huh. 
and then I might have had to wait like whatever for season eight to get on Netflix because I watched it on Netflix. Of course. And then season nine was the first episode I tried to watch on a weekly basis. Got to like episode three that I think I just forgot. <laughs> and then I waited <laughs> till that was on Netflix. And then I stopped catching up with Supernatural, probably because I had to wait a year for season 10. And then I just forgot about it. But are uh, you currently now caught up? Because I always see you in, in oh, our I'm spoilers uh, chat room. <laughs> I'm caught up. Yes. Here's here's uh, the thing about Eric. We started this podcast, what, like, almost two years ago now. And uh, uh, yeah. he was he was a member of the Duckfeed community. He was on the Duckfeed Slack when I started yes. posting about this in the um, hashtag movies and TV channel, which for a good six month was dominated by Supernatural chat. Mostly Supernatural yeah, chat. Yeah, and then, uh, and then we started the Discord and like everybody, now literally nobody talks about Supernatural over there, which is kind of a bummer. Probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember, felt half bad about it. Yeah, so. don't, don't feel bad. Um, I, believe me. I, half, only half. Yeah. Uh, but Eric, he was watching along with us. He was like, yes, this is a good excuse to to watch this show again. And then yeah. I blinked and he was on season 13. Like it was, it yeah. was like that. Like the dude like mainlined 150 One episodes. One of the seasons I watched, well, I think season eight, I watched like the first five and then took, uh, on the rewatch, I got to like season six and like slowed down there i think i got a little burnt out but also season six sure uh that's fair so i like season six it's just you know it's season it's six just like five has such a momentum then season six is just like like you just got back from like like having a real good time with your friends and now you're hungover like with your buddies and you come home and you're just like and somebody has like eaten that frozen 7 pizza. p.m i can't go to sleep <laughs> i right you know, right Oh man, and uh, that's season six. And I took a, and like it was like bumpy there. And then I got to season eight, and I watched like five episodes, like one day. Took like a small break again, and then like finished the season in a day. <laughs> wow, what uh, uh, what was it about the show so, that, that kind of attracted you? Said that it was very spooky, but like, what do you think that, that uh, hooked you from the beginning? That because it's, I mean, supernatural spooky, but it's not like super scary. Well, it's not like it's a horror show, but it's not extremely yeah. horrifying. So, uh, well, season one. I think season one's creepy. Uh, I think it's less creepy now. I'm used to it, and it hasn't aged as well. It it was aged a little bit better when I started watching. Mm-hmm. So, and now it hasn't like you know uh, effects wise, and it's season one is the most CW season of Supernatural. Uh, uh, and uh, well, spooky. I love spooky media. So absolutely, it's unless it's spiders, you know, right? Unless it's spiders <laughs> so obviously you like supernatural but um love supernatural you love, love spooky supernatural. stuff i, I love f- the comedy i feel like I thought- s- since the show started since our podcast started you've been our, our season seven apologist i we need to dig into that i i like season seven <laughs> it's good television uh oof. go ahead ask a question i don't what uh you guys seem to like season seven too. That's true. Yeah, I, um, you definitely did. Yeah, I had a weird experience with with season seven. I remember how much I really loved it after the weirdness that was season six. Uh, obviously, I liked Soul of Sam, and I liked some of the stuff that they did in season six. But overall, you know, c- kind of a hot mess. So starting up on season seven, I felt like this was a return to form, and they were um, like 
finally getting back to what I felt was classic Supernatural. And then, like, quickly they went in for, like, the fake brother drama nonsense, and it was a whole... a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the stuff... It's weird looking back on Season 7, I think, because... Uh, and somebody in our, in, our, in our questions thread will bring this up, too, but I think it shares some problems that I really raked season six over the over the coals for but at the mm. end of the day like i feel like it was more together like i feel like some of those ideas like worked a lot well, better i think part of it is you know the like leviathan there's like a bad guy season six right. is like i don't sure. know yeah season six is like better on a rewatch like once you get the info from the later episodes and you go back and you rewatch those you're like oh, okay it's still like a bit of a mess, but less so. Right. It seems it's, like they definitely uh, with six. I mean, we and we've covered this obviously ad nauseum, yeah. but it feels like they they didn't know what they were doing. And with the Leviathans, with season seven, regardless of how successful or not it turned out, at least it was cohesive, and at least they had a game plan, and they pretty much stuck to it. Uh, yeah. And by the end of it, we got Castiel back, so things can't be that bad, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. Castiel does make the show. <laughs> He's not doing. He's not doing too hot at the end of season seven, mentally and uh, geographically. Yeah, <laughs> geographically. That's true. Yeah. That true. It cosmically, uh, uh, mentally, and geographically. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing too well, my buddy. What do you? That's one reason. What uh, did you well, think overall seven. about the, uh, the the Leviathans as a villain? Because oh. uh, I've, I've seen a lot of back and forth on um, people liking the kind of corporate. Um, espionage uh, aspect to their to their villainy versus not. I I don't remember what I thought of them the first time I saw them, but I dig it. Uh, it's creepy in a weird way. Uh, slightly outdated, like any season of Supernatural, because they're oddly topical. Uh, but like you know, with the corn syrup is scary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, thing. Which it doesn't hinder it or anything. I still I still think like the idea is creepy. It's like, definitely a. It's obviously I think probably the most unique take on a on a villain or on a monster that that supernatural really does for especially yeah. for a main villain where everything else is yeah. pretty much demons and, or angels. For, like, yeah, that, and that's kind of it. Like that's just yeah. sort of the the territory they stick with, which is cool. That that works. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but it is interesting that they they went in this different direction. Um, especially after like the tumultuous events of season six. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I think that that's, that's what it comes down to is for me, I thought that they were going to go with some sort of like eldritch horror, this monster crawling out of purgatory, like that whole sort of thing. And then we meet them and they're like watching TV and like learning things, uh, and, and acting like, you know, corporate spies or whatever you know like that that whole aspect of it is very strange and off-putting but and and again not at all what i thought i wanted and i probably do stand by that but in the end it's it's a unique take on a monster so i have to at least give it credit in in that regard did you think did either one of you ever think watching the first five seasons of supernatural that the main villain of a supernatural season would have a board meeting in the season finale uh (laughs) Because that's uh, what happens in the season seven finale. Let's just talk about that for a minute. This, this okay, is, yeah. yeah, big old fashioned board meetings are only really cool when Crowley does them because it feels like <laughs> he just steals the show so much that you yeah. don't care. <laughs> right. It's not really like with Crowley. It's like he's a demon. There's like maybe a deal going on. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, there's a, just a straight up corporate meeting, which I just watched this episode by the way. Uh, 
I didn't get to finish watching the entire season before being on this because I yeah I planned that very because poorly. you started two days ago and only got eleven <laughs> episodes in because you're a crazy person. <laughs> uh, uh, I started at the beginning of the week and then I just didn't watch for like three days and then I understandable. I we anyway. watch one episode a week and we can barely keep up. <laughs> yeah, we remember when we used to watch three episodes a week, Chris? How the fuck did we do that? Wow. It makes no very sense. intense. Very it's intense. Yeah. Sometimes I miss it, but other times, most of the time, I don't. Yeah, um, I definitely don't miss you it. You could do that with season one, but. I so looking. Yeah, we've had a couple weeks to kind of think about, especially the last uh, few episodes of the season. Eric, I think you've you've probably at least heard our coverage of it by now. Um, uh-huh. I think now that I've had a little bit more time to sit with it, and then even we've started season eight, we're seeing where that's going. I think that that sort of, especially the last episode, that corporate horror does sort of work for me, uh, especially that episode. Right before then, it didn't feel like yeah. they were heading towards a finale until really we it, were in the finale. Uh, it, it, in the finale, it didn't feel like they were heading towards yeah. a finale. Yeah. But it literally happened like a lot the of the last it, five minutes. Is yes, just, it, it really does. Um, uh, but the deals uh, that are being made and the way that the boys seem like they're just so in over their heads, even like the way that they're they're dressed in their burlap jackets and their and their flannel shirts, uh, and then they're just <laughs> running around and you know we've seen them fight demons and and Lucifer and and all manner of creatures, yeah. but they all look dirty for the most part when they're doing it, and then we're just dealing with men in suits, and that's I yeah. mean IRL, that's the true horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amen. <laughs> That's the other horror of this is the, uh, like, the government is lizard people kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like feeding on a conspiracy, but it's like, what if it was true? Well, and I think they express that very well, <laughs> like taking away um, all of the boys' safety nets. Like, they took away Bobby's house. They took away their car. They took away their... They took away Bobby. They took away Bobby. They took away the rock and roll <laughs> alter egos. Um, you know, they took away, uh, like, a lot of stuff where they were just, like, camped out at Rufus's, like, middle-of-nowhere camp all season, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Put, I, putting them on the defensive, I think, is... is they take away that, ex- too. Yeah, and they... they eventually- well, I don't think they directly take away, but they feel unsafe there, so they move to the... Uh, when, episode nine, when they... It's with the the turducken. Oh, yeah. Like, they're yeah. in, like, this... It, there's no electricity... Like, oh yeah, yeah, where they move into like the yeah. rando house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They keep getting That's... further and further off the grid and further yeah. and further away from electricity. It's <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Dean has to hotwire a house, which is not a thing. They hotwire a house. <laughs> that does not exist. At, to be f- it, at least it fails. It doesn't succeed for long. I think uh now that we're sort of talking about this, part of what makes supernatural work the way that it does in 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 a way that other shows might fail is the tradition of the show it has so many staples that we have come to like love and appreciate and i think that that's how it's been allowed to go on for 14 seasons is that we care about certain little things the impala the interactions between the brothers the you know the the stupid nicknames all that stuff it's so ingrained in what the show is and you come back you know season after season to see more of that and while it is really interesting that they have tried so hard to shake it up it also shows that that's sort of where it also failed. It you know it, it gave us something new. They took away the security for the boys, so they had to really shake things up for the for the two core characters uh, to make things interesting. Which it, m- most of the time you would think that's good writing. You know that's mm-hmm. they're trying to change things and they're not just going back to, to the, the the same topics over and over again. But at the same time, it did feel like it lost a little bit of what made the show so special. And I think that that has been the line they haven't really been able to fully tread 
you know, of something new while also hanging on to what makes the show supernatural, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see if, if season eight is kind of able to, to capture that a little bit better. Cause of course we don't just want season after season of season two or whatever, you know, season two is a great season and it has a lot of really core supernatural themes that we've come to like love about this show. But if we just had that same style, year after year, I think we'd be absolutely sick of it, and I think the show would have gotten canceled. It, it, like, it, we we, we wouldn't be coming up on still, season 14, absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, the show takes, takes a lot of risks, and I think that they're fortunate enough that the fans kept it going through those risks, because yeah. it seems like, I again, we haven't seen past, what, season 10 now, uh, but it seems like they've come out on the other side of, of maybe a, a little bit of a slump. So it's it's interesting they they took the risks and, and we have to keep commending them for it because it's they still know. take risks too. That's good. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy to hear that. Season twelve is a that's a weird one. It's just weird, weird, you know stuff. that you know the, the show itself keeps taking risks, but uh, CW won't take a risk on uh, Wayward Sisters, which doesn't even seem like it would be that much of a risk considering mm, how much everybody wants it. It's, but it's not. It's actually, not a risk at all. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Chris, because uh, they did they did take away some of the things that we were used to, and I wanted to bring this up specifically with this group because I think you were um, the, two of the people that are most able to answer this question. How come they weren't fucking this season? Nobody fucked? Did they nobody couldn't. fuck? Think about it. They couldn't. Think about it. Who could have been a Leviathan? Who was fucking this season? Nobody. <sighs> nobody got fucked. <laughs> nobody was fucking. Nobody got fucked. Like there were there were no <sighs> no sexual escapades whatsoever for us to goof on. Damn. Yeah. No yeah, nipple play. Not, a, not that, one that shot of nipple head. play. Not a single Too nipple soon? in this whole okay. goddamn thing. <laughs> Did so who who gets wait who hooks up in season five? I can't even remember. <laughs> who, who doesn't? Yeah, I hear keys oh, clacking. I hope that's what you're searching. Who <laughs> <laughs> fucks okay. season five supernatural? Thank you, Google. <laughs> uh, it's it's. I was gonna say surprisingly easy, but it's not surprising at all how easy it is to just find that Wikipedia entry on. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I was just at it the other day. Someone linked it the other day of who Sam was with. Yeah, there was literally... In, I don't remember where where it was. I think it might have been on a Discord. It, it, uh, season 12 to 13, spoilers, somewhere. Oh, oh Sam hooks up with that uh, Yeah, there's a, that there's, woman, that right doctor. <laughs> or is that the Siren episode? Is that season four? Sexual Encounters, Sam. Yeah, there, there, there's literally like a wiki page for all of the sexual encounters. Yes, yes. I think it, I think the five, last well swap meet crystal. Yeah. So w- between season five and season and season eight, like were there any hookups at all? Oh wait, no. Season six definitely because of that prostitute that he didn't pay at the very beginning because she was so into him. Lana, she has a name apparently. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel bad for not knowing <laughs> I'm, that. <laughs> I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> So that's another noticeable decline in quality for Supernatural. Season seven, nobody bones down. They're they're too busy being on the run. One, Dean's two, got a broken three. leg for a while. That's a thing. Remember that, that? That is a thing. Yeah, absolutely. It it feels like that was such a a long time ago, and it also feels like that's sort of when season seven was at its freshest, um, right before the the Amy drama that you got to know that I like. I really didn't like the same. Yeah, manufactured bullshit. Did, um, do not like when they manufacture the brother drama. I like my nat- I like my brother drama all natural. That's right. That's right. Oh, guys, I'm sitting on such a big sneeze right now. This is not good just, for a podcast. just waiting for it to happen? Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving all of this in, by the way. I'd want to, good, perfect. I, I want anyway, the listeners to be on the edge of their seat, just like you are. Sam had sex with three people in season six. 
Wow, Sam. Damn. Oh yeah, there's a whole episode about there's his, like his dirty laundry. Yeah. Yeah. They go through like they yeah. go through a whole town of chicks that he slept with, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Wait, there is implied sex in this season because there is the hunter. Bobby's hunter lady friend, who they all yeah, but that was in the past. With. That was that was all like it wasn't yeah, in that, season seven yeah, though. Like that was all true. historical. Right, that was right. historical true. fucking. Nobody's here for historical <laughs> fucking. Historical okay, fucking, yeah. it says it says Annie Hawkins seven nineteen grave importance parentheses mentioned <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, that was like my sex life until I got out of high school too. Just <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's in Canada. You don't you don't know her. So all right, guys, <laughs> you never met her. Do we? I don't know. I don't want to rush it too much. But do you have final thoughts on season seven? Yeah, I want to. Actually, I want to. I want to go around the room. I want. I want everybody to say something that they. Uh, let's let's get the negativity out of the way. I want to. I want to talk about something that everybody does not like about season seven, and then mm-hmm. we'll go back around the room and say something that we really really enjoyed about season seven, and then uh, we'll we'll jump from there in, straight into feedback. Eric, you're our guest, so uh, give us that. Okay. Give us that hateful shit What's, that you've been holding oh, in your heart. Hate. Okay, so. Maybe this is partially why I'm a season seven apologist. Nothing I really hated. Like, uh, on the 11 episodes that I rewatched, a 10 and a half, I fell asleep. Uh, okay. <laughs> Man's got to sleep. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with the show. Like, <laughs> uh, no, no, it doesn't. I just, I was a tired boy. Uh, there's nothing I, I uh, hate. There's like I should look at the. Let me at least pull the episode lists up. Chris, while uh, while Get he is while he is wikiing on a podcast, spooky, can you tell me something song? that you don't like about season seven? I think I sort of found it when I was talking earlier, and that is because so many essential elements or so many beloved elements were removed, it stopped feeling like supernatural. Um, and the, you know, the Leviathans didn't turn out to be what I wanted them to be, although they did sort of come around and work for me. Um, and obviously, the fake brother drama didn't work. But in in a way, season seven being so different or so contrary, it, it still allowed for a lot of really great moments, really, really great one-off episodes, um, while also sort of opening the door again back to all the things that we liked before. You know, we had five seasons of demons, and we were pretty sick of demons, and now I'm excited for to get some demon action again. I'm excited to see Crowley. Uh, Boy, you I were really, never you really, were really the Sam in your dreams. Now you're getting excited for some demon action. You better believe it. You better believe it. Uh, so it's, in a, in a way, season seven sort of not fulfilling what I feel like Supernatural is, in a way, what it, what its essence is, by season seven not hitting that. I feel like I'm just now more excited for like what's coming. I'm into that. Yeah, I can I can totally agree with that. My negative is kind of a positive. You know, I we had we had our ups and downs with season seven, but in the end, I came out mostly positive. It's not my favorite season, but it's certainly not my least favorite. Eric, are you uh are you are you ready? Yeah. Uh, like uh, I don't like. Well, this is the easy one would be like you know. Like uh, the wedding episode, oh, I like yeah. that episode as a whole. But there's obviously, you know, problematic oh, yeah. issues. You man. talked about it. I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Osiris. You know, I don't hate that episode as much as you, or dislike that. I don't think you guys hate the episode, but uh, dislike the episode. As that's much the as you. um, that's the that's the judgy ghost episode, judge, right? Jeremy, yes, the ghost judge. Ghost yeah, yeah, judge. yeah. That's ghost, ghost judge. That. Ghost judge. Uh, Sorry, I forgot that was. Like it was a while back. Two yeah. weeks ago. That like is, it's such a, It's weird to have been sitting Ooh. in season seven for this long because, well, season six we still did two per podcast, right? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, literally. So it's it's been weird. Even like the doing the podcast, right? I talked about the you know doing those those more than double Junji the time. Ito panels. It like it started episodes. to get like feel like I was like I've just been doing the same thing for so long, and and I certainly don't regret covering the season for that long. Um, but it is it's it's weird to sort of sit with it because it starts to just feel like this is what supernatural has always been. So by the time you get to the end to it, end of it, it's like I am very excited to see what's next now. Yeah, I um I think my main complaint. And Chris, you kind of hit this, but like there was so much stuff that um, we I just kind of missed. Like there weren't the traditional kind of supernatural ghost stories. We got a couple of those, so we get we get like that one Bobby episode where they had to go to the ghost house. We get that episode where they run against the Leviathans and they're chasing down cursed objects. Uh, but the Impala is gone for most of the season. Bobby is gone for most of the season. They do that kind of weird Bobby surrogate and Frank, and that doesn't go anywhere, which I was kind of disappointed mm-hmm. with. The manufactured drama around the Kasune that they just randomly named Amy Pond, which I'm still kind of flabbergasted at, but whatever. Um, it all of that stuff like was was kind of the downers of of, of this season for me. I I just I kind of and we're, as we're going into season eight, I can already see that they're 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 structuring their seasons better. And I think it's just a it just was a a, a period of readjustment because they obviously were on such a such a trajectory from seasons one through five. And I'm, I'm not one of these people, and we've talked about it quite a bit, especially on our feedback episodes, that believe you know the season excuse me, this series was going to end at the end of season five and that they just kept it going for money or whatever. Like, no, I think everybody wants a job. Yeah. Like that's how jobs work. Like you don't <laughs> want to lose your job. But also like, I feel like after that they were, they were kind of spinning around and trying to find their footing a little bit. And season six definitely showed for that. Season seven was, is a little bit better for that. Like, I feel like they've, mm-hmm. they've gotten better at that, but they're still like, they still were, were trying to shake it up just a little too much. They uh like they didn't bring the the Impala back until the very last episode, and they immediately just crash it into a sign. Which I'm like, what what are you guys doing? That's not what I right. want to see the Impala do. Yeah, I just I just watched that episode, and I was remembering your commentary the entire time that scene was going. I heard Chris singing the song. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but. And then, I, like, I remember you guys saying it smashes into the sign, and, like, I couldn't visualize it in my head, because it's been a while. Then I watched it, and I'm like, it is sort of... It, no, like, it's not even it smashes, and then it, like, wobbles. It's not even Dean... Which it does, makes it make a little bit more like, sense, actually. You expect actually, this big, triumphant, but... <laughs> very Dean Winchester moment yeah. of, I'm gonna go roll up on Lucifer and Michael, and just be fucking obnoxious. Like, you expect yeah. something like that, but it's like, oh, yeah. they actually... Yeah, right. Last but they torn. actually just... Snuck, snuck in the back, which is cool. Cool move, boys. Thinking, thinking on your feet, but uh, it's not the the Dean Winchester in your face yeah, moment that it's... I expected. So uh, let, let's go around the room and ask yeah. uh, what's your favorite things that happened in, in season seven. And Eric, again, we're, we're going to start with Ooh. you. Okay, I got. I don't know. I really love the first episode. It's one of my favorite season premieres of any show probably like it's Castiel is God, but he's all like, he's trying to do good, but also he's kind of a dick. Uh, and like it has the, uh, is it, well, it might be, no, I think it's the end of episode one, episode one, a lot happens. I actually mm-hmm. thought it was like two or three episodes when I was doing it in memory, but like one of my favorite scenes and not just for the, the comedy, but it's, it's like, when you're watching it for the first time, it's pretty scary is when, like, they summon death, they chain death, and then Castiel just appears, and death and Castiel 
the two at this moment specifically in time mm-hmm. probably the most powerful beings on earth god that's right uh and they're just face to face talking to each other and dean and mm-hmm. sam can't do anything they just have to be quiet because they literally can't do anything and then dean is like oh, forget it kill him because they have death chained and so he has to listen and like as death's about to like touch Cass, he just snaps his fingers and the chains break and death's just like don't have to do it and then, like, they, that's their, that was their plan, and then it was just gone. I almost, just, yeah, I almost love it. forgot about that. <laughs> I also love Me the too. Like, and, sitting here and, thinking about it, like, look at the... Yeah. Like, forgetting that episode, death a lot happened in episode seven one. is a big one. Like, having that it's, conversation happen, that, that, that's a huge thing. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think he shows... Yeah, like I think that's I don't it. Think he yeah, that's it. Can't, can't play the death card too much. It's fascinating. I I have expressed on the podcast uh, no, no, like, uh, a number of times how much I like seeing the boys in different perspectives. When we get to see them through somebody else's eyes, or um, it's almost like that, like sort of yeah. like hero wish fulfillment type thing. Like when you just get to see them, be like, be cool in front of other people, and it's like, man, I wish I could be cool in front of other people. Yeah, um, but it's it's interesting to see them in the perspective of like two ants on the ground in front of God Castiel and death. It is, it is a really fascinating yeah, uh, yeah, juxtaposition for them. And death. And death refers to them. Yeah. He refers to them as ants and stuff, too. Speaking of that, uh, like, the hero thing, the, another good moment is yes. Bobby's, yes. Bobby's dying. Oh, the other, the other In episode dying. 10. And when he's standing up to his father, uh, and he's standing up to his father, and he goes, I... I do have two mm-hmm. sons, and they grew up to be heroes. And that's like, oh, I sort of, yeah. That's oh, a, it's weird. Again, it feels wow. like I can, I'm just going to keep saying, "Wow, I forgot about that." Wow, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, the 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 Bobby moment. I'm just going to hop, uh, piggyback off of that. Um, the the Bobby death scene. So as good. much as I I don't like losing Bobby, uh, it's also it is it is a powerful thing for for the characters, uh, and it's a fitting farewell in a way. I don't think I would really want... I, I mean, the ghost stuff gets really complicated. But it is a fitting farewell. He dies protecting the boys. And he's we're able to go through uh, a little bit of a journey for Bobby, which is cool. Um, and I also think that it's really interesting the way that they bring him back as a ghost. Uh, you know, he's still on the show. So it's like you're getting this beloved character, but in such a twisted way. And it's not like where Sam is going dark side. It's, it's Bobby yeah. is just fighting to stay with the boys. But that is literally yeah. what is turning him dark side. It's making... And turn into a vengeful spirit, and it's it's a fascinating, really sad journey yeah. that they take Bobby on, uh, and that that works really really well. And I I think that they they introduce it in such a subtle way that you know when the bottle moves or empties, whatever it is, the first time that you might forget about that yeah. by the end of the episode, but the next time something happens where the papers flutter or whatever it is, suddenly it's like. Wait, oh yeah, a couple episodes ago that other thing happened. And they they take their sweet time with it, and I think we can all can pretty much figure it out, but it's yeah, still really do. it's nice that they take a subtle approach with it for a few episodes. When I first watched it, it's subtle enough to where uh cuz like obviously we've all mm-hmm. seen season 7 more than once now. Um uh and even if you don't fully remember, you might have like do is this something that happens right. or is it a trick you know you might not remember where it's going but i i feel like i remember the first time watching it, it was like the beer thing like it feels like bobby the first bobby yeah it feels like, like bobby <laughs> you drank my beer and it it feels like bobby but also like there's like this they plant enough doubt in there to where like if you're watching for the first time mm-hmm. you go maybe it's not bobby 
Maybe it's just Dean. Yeah, another an sort of unaddressed thing season. that they keep bringing up, but that I, they don't like, like <laughs> really unpack it. They just have like Castiel apologize yeah. to Dean, and we assume but he stops drinking. Just to just, just to bookend it with something good from uh-huh. the first episode, the tenth episode, and the last episode. Uh, I really like uh, um, Dick Roman me? as who's, a villain who's that again? in general. Cock Roman, but oh, Cock Roman. Uh, yeah, his death his, his, is uh, really good. Look on his face is really good. Uh, it's very, uh, very sinister. His look on his face, but also the look on Dean's face, because there's like this effect going on, and like there's vibration, and Dean just has this look on yeah. his face, like, uh, 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 like he doesn't say anything, but he just has. Jensen's acting is so good. He's just like, yeah. Is this good? Is this bad? Is uh, he's laughing, and then he explodes, and it's then in- she- it's interesting. I wonder what the effect would have been it's if really they good. hadn't shown us where where Dean ended up at the end of the season. If we had just been like, whoa, what the what happened? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it would yeah. just be like she's probably in purgatory, right? But um, you wouldn't know. I think that might so, be one of my favorite things about the season in general is just the uh, the absolute follow through that they have. Um, mm-hmm. Like all of the storylines that they introduce, maybe with the exception of Frank, which I feel like was never really resolved other than like, oh, here's some blood in a trailer. Yeah, or, or at least just a mention. He could have like, used another like, episode. Like, or a something. Leviathan shows a bit, up. Like, a bit more closure. Like or something, that would have been fine. Like, but um, the body stuff, uh, all of, like, all of like Sam and Dean's kind of interpersonal drama, the Leviathans, Castiel, even Meg and Crowley. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like by the end of the season, all of their, all of their previous baggage has kind of been wrapped up and they're ready for something new. Like you and I talked yeah. about this at the beginning of season eight, Chris, and nobody's heard that episode yet because of the magic of podcast. But you know, <laughs> one of the, one of the things that that season feels Ooh. like is like, it's a start as a, as a point to start fresh. And I don't think we could have that without season seven and successfully wrapping up a whole lot of plot lines and not and not feeling like a goddamn mess. Mm-hmm. And, t- yeah. and this might be a spoiler. Like, very... Like, the Leviathans are... Mm-hmm. They're basically done. Like, uh, for season eight. Like, I won't say if they come back or not. Because it's supernatural, you never know. Uh... Like, there's a 14th season, maybe they come back now if they haven't yet. Uh, I'm being shady. But, um, season 8, there's, like, no Leviathans right. on Earth. Yeah. Like, it's, it's also done, that plot line. It's interesting it's that they really interesting. were able to sort of take the, the lead from season 6, where Purgatory started coming up, and then we just had Castiel absorbing souls from Purgatory. Obviously, not all the souls. He, you know, absorbed the Leviathan souls. These things that were too powerful for him to control. He absorbed. He absorbed them. He absorbed a lot of That's souls right. and then That's released right. as many as he could back. But the, a lot of most, or maybe all, we don't know the numbers. They don't go into numbers. Uh, Leviathans right. hold on oh. because they're so. It is at least Leviathan. interesting that they they started that thread early on in in season six, and then it, it cuts all the way into season eight. And so, you know, while the the main theme yeah. might change a little bit as things go on, or or the big bad might change a little bit as things go on, it's at least a concept that they played with for two or three seasons, and that that is that's good. You know, that is good that they did that, and they were still able, like Jeremy, like you said, to, they were able to wrap up yeah. all of these other concepts. Uh, all these other little hang- hanging threads, while still grabbing onto something that was there before, and then pulling it into the spotlight, and that's what season eight's going to be. 
So uh, with that in mind, does anybody have any final thoughts about season seven before we move into our listener Bring questions? Bring back Charlie. Bring back Charlie. Uh, 100% agreed. They will. They will, but can't wait. Love her. Absolutely. She also has the yeah. best titles in the episodes. All right, everybody, uh, we're uh, gonna we're gonna be finished there. Uh, uh, we're gonna take a short yeah. musical break. Um, after the music, we're gonna come back with all of your questions, and uh, we're we're gonna stick around. Eric, are you are you gonna join us, or are you, are you out right now? You're you're still in, okay? Um, yeah. So we'll be right I'm back. Good. And uh, if you decide not to listen to the feedback, you're a tool. And also, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. <laughs> you're a tool, but also thanks for listening. <laughs> you're a tool, and we love you. <laughs> We'll be right back. Your time is precious. We understand. All right, folks, we're back. We have got a lot of feedback. Thank you so much for for sending in all of your comments and questions and prompts and everything else. We're going to get right into it because uh, we don't want to keep feedback. you here all night. Eric, as the uh, as the guest, I'm going to allow you to read the first amount of feedback. All right, we got some feedback here from Inga. Inga. Hey, wanted to let you guys know that I've just found the podcast. I'll be listening to it at, at work. Good job, guys. Keep it up. Thank you, Inga. We appreciate that. Thank you. We will. <laughs> yeah, that's where I listen to all of my podcasts as well. Yes, I read that at first. Thought it said, "Good guys, keep it up." We are the good guys. We Thank are the you good guys. Very yes. much. Um, and I was like, I can get behind both those messages. So I was I was telling somebody where a restaurant was, and I mistyped it because my autocorrect sucks. And I told him it was mm-hmm. by um, it was by the best guy on Johnson Street <laughs> instead yeah. of the best buy. <laughs> How great that's would it be great. if there was a best guy on Johnson Street? He's like, that seems very opinionated. He's like, no, you'll know. He's the best guy. You'll know. <laughs> The uh, our next our next entry is from our friend you, Courtney. Uh, yes, thank you, Inga. Courtney wrote some Chris Moser and Jeremy Greer fan fiction that I'm going to oh read to you tonight. Oh, Are you guys no. ready? Is that what oh this is? Oh my god! Um, oh, this is long. Is this the one that you wouldn't, that you didn't want me to see beforehand? <laughs> want, well, there's a lot in here I didn't want you to see beforehand, okay, but this well, is I definitely the first one. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> this is titled The Hunks Are Real, a cringy supernatural slash MOTW fan fiction that I spent all of eight minutes on. Part one. Part one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and spoiler alert, we have not received part two. Courtney, if you're listening, bring me that part two. <clears throat> Chris Moser and Jeremy Greer were recording an episode of their podcast, Monster of the Week. Currently, they were discussing Destiel and Sam's hair. Sounds like us. <laughs> Destiel is real, y'all, and Sam Hare is looking great this episode, said Jeremy. Sam's hair is perfect, swooned Chris. <laughs> That's dude, something I would swoon about. <laughs> dude, you need to stop fangirling over Sam's hair. I know it's perfect, but stop. <laughs> oh my god, Jeremy. I will fangirl over Sam Winchester's hair as much as I want. His hair is god, perfection, right. and I want it. I want to wear it on my head. <laughs> That's the truest sentence anyone's ever written about me. <laughs> Jeremy sighed. Why am I friends with you, Chris? An offended Chris replied, because because you need someone to talk to about video games and supernatural. Jeremy apologized to Chris, and the two continued their podcast. They were in the middle of a heated discussion about whether vampires or werewolves were better when the lights in Chris and Jeremy's room began to flicker. Whoa, my lights are flickering, Jeremy, exclaimed Chris. Mine too, Chris, Jeremy exclaimed back. Suddenly the pair heard a ringing like the one in Angel Radio, and their rooms were filled with light. When the light and ringing went away, Chris and Jeremy were both inside a shed. Oh no! <laughs> Go! 
me. I haven't actually read this. I wanted to save this. We're both inside a shed sitting beside each other. Chris asked Jeremy. Jeremy asked Chris. Oh my God, it's you, cried Jeremy. Oh my God, where are we? Chris screamed Chris. I'm the more practical of the two. I would just like to point that out. I'm asking the important questions. Jeremy's like, oh, Chris, nice to meet you. <laughs> so my anxiety just kicks in. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy was about to reply when he heard voices. The door to the shed opened, and in walked two giant, glorious hunks. One was taller than the other and had really long hair. The other had bow legs and green eyes, but they both were bland. You two all right? Asked the shorter one. Neither Chris nor Jeremy could talk. The tall one kneeled down. I understand you two are probably scared right now, but my brother, Dean, and I are here to help you. Chris and Jeremy stared at each other before crying out, The hunks oh. are real! Uh, oh my... Okay, Jeremy, oh, to, to be, be continued. To, to be, be continued. continued. Just going to say, Jeremy, uh, you cut out at neither Chris nor Jeremy could talk, and you came back in as the hunks are real. Oh, perfect, good. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad you guys were reading along there, so you could you could hear that. Oh. <laughs> that okay, I'm waiting on part two. So yeah, Courtney, I, in suspense. We need you. We need you. We need you back, Courtney. Bring Get us back. Right, Courtney. I need, I need part two. All right, uh, the next one is from, I've, I don't want to be dramatic, but I've heard, friend of the show, Autumn Greer, has been called the ultimate gamer in the past. It's this true. This from Autumn. Yeah. Ultimate, uh, ultimate what would gamer. The, Autumn writes, what would the boys' lives be like right now if John Winchester had died on the ceiling on fire instead of Mary Winchester? Wow. This is a great I question. Oh, I, feel like, question. I feel like Mary would have sorted it quickly because she was See, already a hunter. She, yeah. I feel like this definitely yeah. would have been, this been, a, like, been like three like, seasons okay, long. Boys, like, we're staying like, at Grandpa's house. We're gonna deal with this. We're gonna not enroll Uncle you Hunter's in school. Gonna watch you. You're gonna have one school that you no, go Uncle to. Uncle Hunter's not gonna watch them. Yeah, they would just move in with her parents. I think that would be yeah. the extent of it. Like they would grow up Jobs. as hunters, but they would also have like a little yeah. league. See, I, I never thought of this, but the thing, part of the, not to excuse any of John's actions, uh, he's, you know, he's trying his best, but also uh, he's a mess. He's a mess. Uh, John got all this stuff, like, dumped on him at once. Like, it just all happened. Uh, Mary grew up with it. Obviously, she's a train hunter. I think uh, that the funniest oh, thing about man. Mary Winchester is the idea that we're supposed to buy the idea of a stable hunter. <laughs> True. I wonder, because John had to figure everything out. Like, I wonder what Mary would know that John didn't, that John wouldn't, that John wasted so much time on. She Mary would know that they were demons. She, she wouldn't waste 20-something years hiding demons from the from the boys. Yeah. <laughs> she would probably just tell them about that shit right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, or, so, if we're, if we're talking season four, Mary, where we get that back story, yeah, Mary would, would have sorted out within a year and a half, I'd say. Um, but devastated, she'd be grieving, but, you know, she'd take care of her boys and it would be okay. Uh, they would still have a father figure in the form of Samuel, who, you know, when he's not resurrected from the dead, he's probably, like, a pretty normal dude, you know? Um, but if we're talking season one, Mary, I think, again, she would have just moved in with her parents, and they would have, you know, just moved on. When does he die? When does Samuel die? Season six, when season Sam six. shoots him in no, 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 his no, no. head. The Dean. first time. Um, oh. He dies the first time while he's like making out with... Which, or something. Yeah, when he's yeah. making yeah, out he with... he makes out with his daughter, and then he dies from shame. Right. Right. So he would have been dead already. Mary wouldn't have had him. That's true. You're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess, right. I guess that is true. Mom's dead, too. Oh, fuck. Well, uh, that throws my plan out the window. Either way, she would have handled it better. She knows people. She does. She yeah. does know people. Yeah. Eric, grab us the next one. This one's from Cynthia. Hello. 
page. You might like to take a note of Crowley and Castiel's conversation about the King of Hell. It could make a fairly boring minor point of reference to talk about when you get to season 12, episode 12. Ooh. Ooh, that's fierce. Uh, I think they might have totally retconned, forgotten this conversation. Then again, I can't remember much detail of anything from season six onwards. So perhaps (laughs) something (laughs) happens along the way to make this conversation make sense with what, what they do in season 12. Knowing Jeremy, he's definitely going to keep that note for when we get to that episode. It's it's literally what I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, refresh my memory. What conversation? Uh, is I actually, I actually, I actually don't remember. I don't. Um, the, da, 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 about da, da. the King of Hell. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite remember. Probably uh, something to do about souls or what the King of Hell does or something. I don't. Yeah, I don't we'll quite remember. Probably. Yeah. We'll prepare yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely remember all uh, of this in in five years. Definitely. <laughs> also, from this week's episode, you said something about Crowley and Castiel's deal to send some souls to hell as being unlikely. Unlike, as being unlike any version of Christianity that you had heard of. But, maybe, maybe, Castiel is a Calvinist? <laughs> Calvinists yeah, okay. have the absolutely delightful belief in uh, predestination. Predestination. Thank you, Chris. Where God has already decided who Here is to going help. to heaven and who is going to hell. And it doesn't matter how good a person is or what they do in life. It is such a... Oh, do in life. It is such a very encouraging idea to think that you still expected to be good, even though you are most likely to be going to hell. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> And lastly, Calvinists seem like they suck. <laughs> I'm just going to say that out loud. <laughs> Patreon.com slash monster of the week. <laughs> I could definitely, I already, I do sort of, that does fall in line, to interrupt this very briefly, that does fall in line a little bit with Castiel, especially season four Castiel, who's really struggling against that and yeah. really trying to uh, drive Dean towards fate. Being yeah. like, this is, it's already been laid out this way. Yeah. You, he is you a need God's to do this person. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that he definitely strays from that. And obviously from, the influence uh, of Dean. But yeah, that's, uh, that is interesting. Yeah, he's definitely like that. Also, Fletch is already typing stuff when he hears this. I'm sure he knows shit. That's true. I'm yeah. sure he has opinions about Calvinists. <clears throat> and last, from the feedback episode, I meant to keep this short because the thing about Timeless, timeless was way too long, but I can't seem to help myself. Timeless is o- and only an okay show, and I don't think oh, I yeah. would recommend it. But the actress <laughs> in Timeless is not the same as the actress that play plays Peggy Carter. Yeah, yeah, Peggy I Carter Carter Jeremy Error. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely me. Yeah. And the actress in Timeless is Abigail Spencer. Yeah, this was this was definitely me. I, I don't know how I got these two people confused. It was my bad. The good thing about not knowing anybody's any <laughs> okay. actor or actress's name is that you can't ever get them wrong. I was very confused with this, with this last paragraph for a second. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I don't I remember. It, I don't remember how it came up. I think because we, we were talking about um, it was the '40s episode with uh, where uh, Dean goes back in time, yes, and yes, we were talking about that yeah. kind of time period. So, uh, thank you, Cynthia. We appreciate yeah, all thanks, of that, Cynthia. including the the Calvinist stuff, which I know I, I we got to try to remember the season twelve uh, thing. Yeah, I will definitely make a note of that. So don't worry about that. Um, so next up is, uh, is Lisa. 
Uh, Lisa says, hey guys, I just started listening to your Supernatural podcast, so I'm literally way behind, and you've probably answered this question in a later podcast. I finished your podcast through the start of season two, and I think you guys are doing a great job. One thing that jumped out at me, I think on the third or fourth episode, both Amy Acker and Julia Benz are mentioned at various points, and you guys chat a bit about the other shows they've been in, and I was waiting, of course, for a mention of Fred and Darla, because hey, this is a Supernatural podcast, and Supernatural is clearly the spiritual cousin of Buffy and Angel, <laughs> and it didn't come. I literally yelled at my phone oh my god guys who cares about rita she was darla <laughs> darla and then she literally does the kathy thing where she goes Ack! in the text which <laughs> it was very nice um i was amazed that it seemed like you guys weren't familiar with the show so i checked out your site and it looks like you want to do a buffy podcast i am so in if you do this and i will totally contribute via patreon buffy is a masterpiece it is a little dated now but anyone who likes supernatural will find something to like about about both buffy and angel and i think buffy helped to kick off the golden age as much as the sopranos or the wire did damn girl that's i mean i yeah okay people love buffy i've I've never seen any of these well i I know the the wire is like the show that everyone's like you haven't seen it yeah yeah and buffy is not that but i mean they i guess they could you know what we're not going to get into that until we do a buffy podcast um (laughs) (laughs) hey if you uh um lisa if you if we do the buffy podcast please write in and let's do a comparison about (laughs) buffy and the wire i think that could be a lot of fun (laughs) anyway long-winded way to get to my point are you guys serious about doing a buffy podcast and are you going to are you asking that people contribute to that specifically or the monster of the week podcast thanks and again really enjoying it for the record i've been watching supernatural from the beginning but kind of lost interest around the season eight nine point as i found it to be a bit too unwieldy plot wise and i didn't know what was going on half the time and not in a good way i'm back into it now though and just caught up with season 10 starting season 11 and it seems like the show is back in top form loving it so yeah another person that kind of talked about what you talked about chris of like kind of having a little a little dip between season like yeah. eight and yeah. 11 where people weren't really into it yeah. uh, but also like if you're watching along with it like we've talked about this where i was doing that and just kind of lost the urge to watch it week it, to week so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it can i think especially with like maybe season nine for me personally I like season nine. I don't hate any season, uh, but season nine is definitely like low tier season for me. Uh, I like season eight a lot, but season ten and eleven are very good seasons of Supernatural. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, and as far as the Buffy thing that goes, I think that's definitely still on the table. Uh, we restructured stuff on the Patreon so that we could have more opportunities to do more like little shows here and there. Because the way that it was, it was basically like a pie in the sky thing for Buffy for a very long time away, and we exactly. wanted to open it up to allow for more flexibility so yeah it's definitely something we're, we're still interested in yeah i think um the 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 cool thing about doing the monster of the weeks presents kind of um the, the, that that umbrella is that we can if we decide like hey let's watch the first season of buffy and let's release those like you don't have to wait for us to get to five thousand dollars a month we'll just decide to do that one day so um i'm not saying that will happen like next month or anything we've got some other irons in that fire that we're working on right now but uh that's will probably be coming sooner rather than later since the restructure and literally like as as crass as a sound every dollar towards that monster of the week patreon makes us do those more more often so yeah if you want to see those things happen uh let us know via this feedback and then also let us know we uh iTunes reviews or Patreon bucks. Chris, uh, all right. So the up. next piece of feedback, you know, maybe I should just try and uh, read the website for for this person because you get it. You know, we got to give getting people some credit <laughs> when they write into us. So you can. This is from um, uh, Cialis twenty four dot com slash pharmacy. I, I think it's Cialia 
See you later. Lisa. Yeah, 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 See you, yeah, Lisa. Okay. See you, uh, Lisa. The condition, this is, so, this is a great feedback. This condition is very limited to the reproductive system and may have several causes. <laughs> for example, a results of injury or abnorm- abnormal, the circulation of blood inside testicles. However, it is important to have the doctor's opinion first before you take these oral medications and these would have a gloomy effects about the body. Gloomy effects about the body is the name is the of name. my biography. <laughs> you know, these would have gloomy effects about the body. Uh, thanks so much for writing in um, uh, from the pharmacy about yes, my testicles we appreciate and the that. gloomy I'm effects d- about my body. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to have to start hiding these. This is the seventh one that I've tried to get you on, and I feel like I've got to get more creative with you the next spam spring them email. on me. I tried to read ahead just a little bit. Yeah. Um, just another another um, pitch for the idea of this episode, gloomy effects about my body. <laughs> Chris, scroll to the top of the document, and you'll see that I have already noted that down. <laughs> uh, Eric, you're right, up. Eric. Get us with that next one. My boy, Gene Lester. Nice to meet you. Hey, guys. Just wanted to thank you, oh, to say thank you for doing the show. My oldest brother introduced me to the show when season six was airing, and he had all the episodes up through five on a hard drive. I'm sure he bought them all legally. I blew through those first seasons, and once we were watching week to week together... We would have huge discussions after each episode. He he passed in 2013, and uh, listening to you guys brings back wonderful memories, and is just a really great way for me to feel close to my brother again. Thanks. Oh well, so wow. I'm really sorry uh, to hear about your brother, but I, I think same. that that's. If supernatural could be anything, it, you know, to to be a link, uh, a bond between uh, a special bond you had with your brother, I think that that's a really that's, really nice yeah, thing. It's I, a show about brotherhood too, so I can. I've I've talked about uh, in the past. You know, I formed relationships with with my friends and even with my dad by just watching Supernatural with it. I think it's something that I think we take for granted because so many shows star your typical like male action hero leads that we we forget that a lot of shows neglect positive male relationships in that in that kind of way and i think supernatural despite all the things that sam and dean go through have a very real brotherly relationship and, and i think that that's really really cool that you were able to to form that connection i i agree like we've, we've heard from other people in the past where the, whether it was their brother or their grandfather or whatever um i think having those relationships is important to see on screen uh representation is a, is a really big thing for me like i, I like the idea of people of no matter what race, gender, color, whatever of anything can actually see themselves on screen. So like being able to see a positive relationship between two brothers, I mean, I'm positive is is mostly positive. I guess we should say, yeah, but that's what that's what makes it real. That's what makes it real. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Grading on a curve, but yeah. Um, so thank you very much, Dean, for writing in and, and sharing that story with us. And uh, yeah, I, I, I hope we can help in any way because, I mean, I'm sure all of us that are talking right now have lost people in the past. So that, that's really important to be able to remember those people in a, in a good in a good way. Yeah. Thanks for writing in. Next up is our friend Carolyn. She says, hi, I'm new to the podcast, but I've been a fan of the show for years. Just wanted to say how much I love listening. I'm only up to t- you talking about season four, and I can't wait to get fully caught up. I keep having to pause the show to stop myself from laughing in public while listening. <laughs> that sounds right. <clears throat> I'm currently no. listening. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. 
I'm currently listening to your discussions on Sam's spiral into, quote, going dark side, and it reminds me so much of the conversations I had with my supernatural friend. I'm English and only know one other person in real life who watches this show, so listening to you guys is so awesome uh, when we watch this together for the first time. Do no English people like Supernatural? I've never really... I don't know well, that we American have much TV of TV show, so... I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Now, having seen up to season 12, we, are both, we both fully believe that Sam should not be allowed to make any of his own decisions. Hey. <laughs> As whatever the situation... As whatever the situation, you can put money on him making the wrong choices. He just thinks he's a, quote, good guy and he can make the right choice, which he can't ever. Wouldn't it be nice if he took a moment for... (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice if he took a moment for every choice he makes and think, what do I think is the best thing to do? Then always to to the opposite. (laughs) All his problems would be solved and he'd almost stop ending the world. (laughs) And he'd stop almost ending the world. My greatest wish is that Supernatural stays on long enough that Dean will one day point this out and maybe get him a coffee mug with that written on the side. Thanks for thanks for the brilliant show. I can't wait to catch up, and I'm looking forward to everything between now and where you are in season seven. Thank you, Carolyn. I think oh, this is man. this is we don't get much uh, Sam hate uh, on the show, like because I think we're, we're both I think we're both pretty nice. Because I Sam. stonewalled it so much. That's true. <laughs> Uh, no, that is perfectly okay. That, that's it's like just it's, it's just really funny to me that somebody is just really against Sam so much. Uh, that that just really cracks me up. I'm, I'm very happy about that. Um, I was it's so it's so I guess gratifying it, uh, ego boosting to to read somebody saying like oh I, you know crack up at work or whatever I have to try not to laugh because it's been you know so many times where I've been the person trying to stifle my laughter. Uh, in a bathroom stall at work. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I've um, definitely been that person. Like, listen to abject suffering <laughs> or the salt report when, uh, like, I've literally driven up to a like a, a drive-through when somebody says, um, you know, uh, fish dick on the salt report, and have to like scramble for, for me to stop laughing and also pause, pause your pro- podcast at the goddamn drive-through. I, I, That's I, a you le- problem. I have <laughs> le- I have learned that lesson, Chris. I have learned that lesson. Um, okay, thank you for writing in, even though um, you uh, you don't like my best friend in the whole world, Sam Winchester, but it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Alright, the next one is from, whoa, Ultimate Gamer, she's back, Autumn Greer. <laughs> friend right. of the show. Um, <laughs> in the recent Garth episode, Craft Beer and Jensen Ackles Brewery both came up. Even though Jensen's Brewery is called family business, there aren't many Supernatural-themed brews available on the website besides their Ghost White IPA. What brews would Jeremy and Chris Mosier offer their Supernatural-themed brewery? Okay, Dark Side or something Number would one. absolutely be on the menu. I don't know what it would be. Again, I don't really know a lot about the ingredients that go into making a beer dark or light, but it would be called Dark Side or something. Sure, I'm into that. I'm worried about the or something in the ingredients, but it's cool. And it would just be, it would be a, it would like a silhouette of, of moose antlers with a mullet behind it. What? I love that. That would be the image you know, that, on the that's can. That's perfect. Yeah, like, no, 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 hold on. A full moon with moose with the moose head with the antlers, yeah. right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%, 100% yeah. into that. He's like a werewolf. He got, he stayed stung. Oh my when he, fucking when he God. he stung down on that werewolf. Season 14 of Supernatural, Sam turns into a werewolf and they have to figure out the <gasps> cure. Oh my oh God, my I'm into this so much. I'm into this so much. I mean, you need to calm down. I actually, when, when Autumn wrote this, when, when Autumn wrote this in, uh, we were at a bar um, because uh, the the local breweries down here or the local like bars that we hang out at have started uh, stocking beers from a from something called Wayward Owl, uh, oh. which 
obviously has like some supernatural co- and I think one of their beers is something like uh Fun Brothers or something like that. So like I it's I got like- it's it's kind of it's kind of like supernatural, and I had like I remember sitting down with Autumn and having Fun like brothers. Five, five or six good ideas for beers with Autumn at the bar, and I was like, you need to write that in immediately so Chris and I can talk about it. I can yeah, remember abso- hear- absolutely none of them right now. Excellent, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Come, I just came up with one on the spot. You you two need to do uh, it now. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say a uh, I'm gonna say Angel White. Um, which we, okay. yeah, which would be a nice like breezy Heffenweizen that you well, kind of. That's the name of my Destiel fan fiction, so it's <laughs> funny that you should say that. <laughs> this is an apostrophe after Angel, though. Yeah, Angels. Wa- Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you got one. Uh, get da. Oh, see a nice Leviathan blood. Ooh, Guinness. Ooh. I'm surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. that Demon Blizzy didn't come up. I was gonna say Demon Blizzy, but then I was like. That's that's red. That's still red. Leviathan blood. So you like you like the little the dick Leviathan, special. The dick special. That's a good name for an alcohol. I'm into that. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about alcohols. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he's such know. a wee lord. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's you. Just love the. the all right, the, all right, the all right, weed lord Eric. Read, read our next one. <laughs> <laughs> Calipi. That's a fun name. That is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, Chris, it's my fucking message, okay? All right, sorry, Eric. Whoa. 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 (laughs) What if I just got real (laughs) Buckle up, everybody. Eric's here. (laughs) What if I was just like serious? Chris, this is my moment. (laughs) I'm reading Calliope's... Calliope. Calliope, y'all. Come on, what are you doing? (laughs) I've... At... Chow, I can't read either of these names. Never mind. I was going to read the at instead of the name, but you know. Yeah, the either. the at is um, C H A L C E D O N Y P M L, um, which I I am not even going to try. So yeah, in, enjoy that yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, <clears throat> Hi guys, I just started listening to Monster of the Week not too long ago. I love the show, and I have been catching up recently. Should be by the end of season seven. Oh, should be by the end of season seven. Everyone's favorite season, you know. I have a question going into season eight. I want to know your guys' opinion on even, even though it might be more of a season eight question. There's kind of a major character introduced next season. I'll avoid the name unless y'all want to say it. Who was in purgatory with Dean and Cass. And a thought occurred to me. If we assume he was in purgatory before season six, I mean, we do find out this guy was supposed to have been here for 50 years or something. Wouldn't that mean he was in Cass's stomach for a short time? Oh, until oh. that's where this is going. Yep, yep. Oh. This is the other one I've, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> uh, was in Cass's stomach for a short amount of time until Cass ejected the monsters? That's weird. That's kind of weird, right? That's pretty weird. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, why do you think they didn't address that? (laughs) Number one, I think that nobody has ever thought this before you, Calliope. So that's the reason they didn't address it. (laughs) This is is worded so great. This dude ends up being a minor hunk and a sassy guy. Oh, he's a Uh sassy guy. Uh And you think... uh, And you'd think 
he uh, and you think he'd bring it up to Cass during the you would <laughs> during the time in purgatory. Yeah, hey, I was uh, I was <laughs> such a boyfriend's stomach for a little while. Unless <laughs> Dean just didn't tell. Unless Dean just didn't tell this character about it. Considering the brotherly bond Dean and this dude end up having, you'd think he'd spill out his... This is very long. <laughs> spill out his emotions to him like he had Sam. Like he had Sam do every other episode. P.S. <laughs> you do a great job going through the show, and I can't wait until y'all get to season 13 and eventually 14. There's a bunch of craziness going on, and even though there's some really weird plot lines in the coming seasons, I think you'll enjoy them immensely. PPS. Cass is totally a hunk. <laughs> two guys. Cass is totally a hunk. Okay, two guys. Come okay. On. Cass is absolutely a hunk. PPS. No, I'm like, It's just hunk is also just or, or Cass. I just called him hunk. Cass is just our <laughs> sweet sweet boy, and he's absolutely a hunk. But he's our sweet sweet boy, and we have to call him that. I don't know if we ever call him that, um, but we do. Okay, we definitely. So we I want to talk about. I, yeah, yeah, I want to talk about get Benny in the belly. I want to yeah. talk about Benny, Benny in, the, in belly. the belly. I want to say Benny in the belly. He maybe he doesn't realize that he was inside Dean's boyfriend for so long because first of all, he doesn't want to say, "Hey, Dean, I was inside your boyfriend last night." It doesn't sound right. Second yeah. of all, uh, he is probably. I'm just going to assume that uh, being Benny in the belly with a lot like still being in purgatory that there's just a mini purgatory inside of. Castiel's stomach. Yeah. So he just they got they got transported in there, and the Violetans were kicking up a big stink. But for the rest of the souls in Purgatory, they're like we're just in like a different looking forest, and this forest is made out of like a small intestine and like whatever else a soul sleeps inside of. I don't know. But yeah, that is. I mean, as much as it's like a silly question that we're we're having a goof on. I mean, it, it's kind of true. Uh, Benny was in the belly. This is- so was he though? Because I thought that when he. Open up the door to Purgatory. He absorbed not everything that was in Purgatory. He just absorbed the Leviathans, but and everything else was chance. left behind. There's no way to know. There's no way to there's know. A yeah, yeah. So there's no way we I'm, can know. I'm on Team Benny in the Belly. <laughs> so, this question. Oh, we're going to make a Benny in the Belly T-shirt. The belly. That's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Benny in the Belly. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. I was just thinking about that T-shirt design. Is it be like at the stomach area? It's Benny's head peeking through. It's very unflattering, and yeah, it's him ripping out of the belly Ripping, yeah. It looks like too realistic. If you look fast, you're like, ooh. Whoa, yeah, too much, too much. Mm, Benny in the belly. Well, you bring up an excellent point. Yes, Uh, thank you, Calliope. I really appreciate this. The moment I saw this, and uh, sometimes I don't know, I I respond to a lot of these, and I never never have anyone respond back to my responses, so I'm worried that they're getting filtered to people's spam or something. Um, But but I did respond to this immediately and tell Calliope how great it was. And Chris, I think you remember, I was like, we just got the greatest amount, we got the greatest feedback, and I can't wait for you to read it. Do you want to read it now? And you're like, I just want to hear this live. And I think it was totally worth it. Yeah, Yeah, uh, this took a turn. Uh, next up is our good friend Wayward Niz at X and Y. Excuse me, X Nissa. Look, look what the cat dragged in. Mm-hmm. Ye old Destiel Stan. I see what's happening. <laughs> uh, Niz says, "Hey, hope I'm not too late for the feedback episode. I wanted to write in and say thanks for another great season. It's no secret that season seven is my least favorite season, but I enjoyed watching along with the podcast and, of course, listening to the show each week. I really look forward to the new Monster of the Week episode every single week. Now that you're covering the Witcher books, I was wondering if Witchers, like they exist in the Witcher universe, were somehow part of the Supernatural universe, I feel like Team Free Will would hunt them 
<laughs> even though part of their jobs overlap. If Sam and Dean were to face <laughs> off against Geralt, who do you think would win? I'm not including Kaz because we all know my baby would kick Geralt's ass, being a badass angel and all. <laughs> so, Chris, huh. I'm going to turn this to you first as the uh, as the local Geralt stan. How, how do you okay, feel about well, this? Um, Geralt, as, as an individual, hmm. has... Uh, I think more powers than uh, either of the boys or the boys put together. Um, and his mutations aren't that different. I'd say they're probably not even as bad as Sam's whole demon blood thing. Cause he's not drinking anything. He's just drinking potions. Uh, so I, I get, I don't know if, if Sam and Dean would hunt him, but if they did, I feel like Geralt could, ah. could come up on top. He's got, uh, he's got Quinn. He has a magic shield. He's got fire. Well, he's got I was cool about to swords. Say, Chris. The boys know. always drop their guns. That's important to know. It's true. It's true. That's they magic, do. isn't it? Just like that is magic. I mean, they, they do things all over the place. Yeah, I think that they would probably be mad about that, um, even the though they do one, right? more magic than anybody. But you know, man, that's one thing that I wanted to mention as my as the thing that I liked in season seven is that the boys are basically becoming full fledged wizards. Like, like they, they they are just doing straight up magic without even they're not even pretend to have like the SpongeBob wizard mad anymore. They're just like, nope, we've got all this shit on hand. We don't yeah. even need Bobby. Yeah. Where yeah, they're, they're <laughs> mages never... or warlocks or whatever it is. Definitely uh, warlocks. Yes, hundred percent. Oh man, man, I don't know enough about Witcher lore, but I'm pretty pretty sure everyone Sam and Dean face are at least twice as strong as them. <laughs> See, here, winning though. Here's here's the thing that um, you guys aren't thinking out, and I don't because I'm not sure either one of you read a lot of comic books. I'm not talking about manga. I'm talking about comic books. Okay. So like really? when you have Superman no, versus Batman, when you have X Men versus the Avengers, what happens in those books? The underdog they, always wins. No, there's a brief there's a brief skirmish, and like and if, and, the, and you get like a some back and forth before eventually a greater oh, I villain. Batman killed Superman. No, that did not happen. A, gr- a greater villain it's comes in. And it unites the, the the good guys together against the greater villain. So what would happen uh, is that so they would okay there would be there would be a fight and they would be like down to the water. There would be some double brother bluffs. There would be some like Quinn magic. There'd be some like tri- there's some verbal sparring and then something. Let's say a Striga would show okay. up and then would, Geralt would say, "Oh, I know how to deal with this. We got to take care of it immediately, or he's going to kill my friend Mary Winchester." And right. now I would like to direct you to my fanfiction. And then they'd it's like, ao3.com no. slash JT Greer. Geralt Cross, Mary Winchester. Welcome uh, to my new fic, everybody. They realize that Geralt is friends with their mom. Meryl. Gary. Uh, yes, definitely Gary is what we call that. Yeah. Good Not Moralt. <laughs> Moralt, that works. Uh, I, I just want to say a quick thanks to Niz for write, not only writing in, but uh, like also live blogging all of her uh, episode watching in our in our Discord and just being an all around cool and great person. And she's amazing. And everybody should follow her on Twitter. So, there Chris, you go, right? Chris, there you go. You're up next. Chris, that's my name. Next feedback is from Audrey, season three guest. Yeah, was it season three? Season three. Okay, season three guest. Okay. Well, speaking of Harry Potter and Supernatural, which house would you sort the yep. hunks into? Oh, yes. All right. All right. All right. I got to put both those big dumb idiots in Gryffindor, or at least Dean is in Gryffindor and Sam is in Ravenclaw. Mm. I think they're both in Gryffindor because they're, they're hot-headed. They do stupid things. Their hearts are in the right place, but sometimes they act out violently. They're big dumb jocks, um, but they're also the heroes. Yeah. Okay. I'm 100% I... into that. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I agree, but also, 
if that happened, it wouldn't be funny for Dean to go on Gryffindor. That's and true. Dean, Dean, like this, like, oh, but he's not smart enough for. He's not evil, so he can't go on Slytherin. If we if we but wanted I, to do it by season, which which house they would be in per season, like season one, Sam is in Ravenclaw. Oh yeah, uh, fucking nerd. Season four, Sam he is in Slytherin because he's got that. Ambition. That's true. He he's got, got that, that dark magic. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing. Uh, the the no no shit. Did, did you um, say dork magic or dark? Magic? I said dork magic. What's up, bro? <laughs> okay, sorry, I may have missed may have misheard um, my bad. The dark magic, yeah. I feel like Dean is kind of like through and through. He's a Gryffindor. Um, you know, I'm here. Here's the thing about Dean Winchester, though, is like he is willing to do wrong in order to accomplish something right which i think the so sorting Harry Potter, baby. <laughs> i think that the sorting ha- well, i mean do wrong like he's willing to break curfew like dean is willing to sell his goddamn <laughs> no, that's, soul that's, that's very dangerous at <laughs> hogwarts that's not a big deal all of a sudden <laughs> chris is just mad tell that to filch <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just think that maybe, maybe there's a chance, like the Sorting Hat would think about it for a long time, and maybe there's a chance that, that you'd put Dean into Slytherin, not because he's actively evil, but just because he's willing to do the dirt to get the good shit done. That's true, and I think that, that is, that's the more characteristic thing about Slytherins. They're not all evil, they're just no. willing to do the dirt, you know what e- I'm saying? Exactly right, yeah. Um, Who's up next? Eric, you're up next. <clears throat> Nico Quastini. That's at Nico Quastini on Twitter. I like the branding. Mm-hmm. It's your name. <laughs> Dear Chris and Jeremy, thanks for another great season worth of coverage. I'm glad you guys are liking season seven more than you expected. It's putting the season in a new light for me. Oh. I particularly wanted to thank you both for the serious aside about SPN's handling of some sensitive subject matter. In the one where... Oh, in the one where Autumn loses her keys, conversations like that about are conversations like that are often severely lacking in talking about media. Uh, I'm sorry, is, is it worded weirdly, or am I just reading it weirdly? Um, are often severely lacking in talking about talking. Yeah, it, it's. I, I'm not sure that. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Conversations like that are often severely lacking when we're talking about media. Okay, okay. Yes, I get it now. Hearing some goodness and sensitivity came at a very important time for me and made me feel even better about becoming a patron than I already did. So thanks again. (laughs) Is that... Nope. Nope. Wait. So thanks again. Next page. Oh, and uh, congrats on starting Silver for Monsters. Silver for Monsters, you've gotten me to go back to reading those books. P.S. Nice. Leviathan's 100% do fuck. Carry on. <laughs> of course they do. Nico. Of course they the PS, do. I'm just going to criticize. You put the P.S. before you signed off. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's just part of the letter, Nico. Come on. Um, Come on. I, I, I included this one not because uh, I wanted Eric to read nice things that Nico said about us, uh, but because we we heard from a lot of people. Um, we actually got some some of our. It, we normally don't get a lot of negative feedback on this podcast. I think uh, for a lot of people, either they they listen once and they never listen again, which is totally understandable, or they they listen once and they they like us enough that they they can kind of overlook some of our flaws. 
um, this particular episode where we talked specifically about uh, the 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 use of the word rape when Lucifer talks about uh, what he did to, to Sam in the box or in Sam's head or, or whatever, we actually got some negative feedback about this, but I don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about like Nico's comment, and we've also gotten several private comments about how talking about that allowed them to kind of – not allowed them. That's the wrong terminology – that they appreciated that we talked so frankly about that. And we actually kind of went yeah. through that and what it meant as an episode of Supernatural. And I don't, I don't, Chris, I don't want to speak for you. I don't want to get on a soapbox here or anything, but uh, like that's really important to me. Like, cause I feel like when we encounter oh, yeah, stuff absolutely. with this, t- with this show that we feel is a little problematic or we feel is uh not good that we're going to discuss that just as much as we're going to discuss how they're wizards or how you know whatever crazy and funny stuff that we're going to get into and we're not going to spend like a whole lot of time on it but i think it's important to do that and i'll be honest with you i've i've been i've been around podcasters for a few years now and i've been around people that quote unquote make hashtag content and uh the people that are willing to do that are the people that are actually you want to listen to and you want to hang out with uh, the people that are too afraid to talk about their own political beliefs and, and their platform of choice probably have shitty political beliefs. So I'm not calling anybody out, but I just, I wanted to mention that because Nico called it out. And we also, like I said, had some private comments. So uh, thank you for allowing me my digression, gentlemen. I appreciate uh, that. I uh, just like to point out, I was reading ahead and I said, Oh God damn it. In the middle of that, I agree with you, Jeremy. It's just that I read ahead after this next letter. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Stuff like that is always a touchy subject, and it, it feels like it crops yeah. up, and it's it surprised us, and I think our reaction to it sort of surprised us as well. Um, but when something strikes a chord like that, and something feels a little bit wrong, uh, we don't mean to like hem and haw over things. But if it matters that we talk about it, that, that it's going to come up, we're not going to talk about stuff that that doesn't matter to us. So um, I think conversations like that are important, and uh, it, it's going to happen again i'm sure stuff like that is going to keep happening in supernatural because uh we love it but it's it's never going to be perfect nothing's ever going to be perfect and that is part of uh <laughs> that's part of our review of the episode that's part of our opinion on the episode is calling yeah. out the things that that maybe bother us or we think bother people and i don't know it is what it is it's not not, change. not perfect in season 13 either so so uh next up is our friend patches uh the, patches. the underscore patches one of our longtime supporters um uh patches says not sure if i'm under the wire for season seven feedback but i have i just want to say that you guys are great um he he wanted to say this for season eight i'm going to include this as a little teaser for season seven um oh my god sam is rocking a look at the opening of season eight the wavy hair the five o'clock shadow it's a thing i hope chris camps out on it a little during that first episode and patches i want to assure you not only chris did i was there too and we camped out on that hair for a little while yeah we took notes about it it's a whole thing (laughs) absolutely Um, i mean i love it i i I had to look back and find within myself do i love it do i hate it i love it turns out that's that's where i landed on it can't help it good deal you want, to get us, you want to get us into our next one? And this next sure question do. is why I said, oh, God damn it, by the way. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, so this one is from Fletch. You guys know the deal. Fuck, Mary, Hunt, Sora, Donald, Goofy. If oh you're confused as to who we're talking about, we're not just talking about the standard Fuck. Disney characters, Donald and Goofy. No, we're talking about the eponymous heroes. That's not eponymous. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. So are Donald and Goofy from Kingdom Hearts. Who are you going to fuck? Who are you going to hunt? Who are you going to kill? Hold hold on. I hate hate to ask an innocent Kingdom Hearts question without opening a whole bag of worms or anything, but are -hmm. are Donald and Goofy like dramatically different from their just normal Donald and Goofy personalities Uh, and normal They wear armor. (laughs) (laughs) 
Goofy wears armor. You know what? No, I not really. I don't, I don't actually not, care. Not, <laughs> That's really, not, it's not really it. armor. I just wanted to clarify that there, it's the Kingdom Hearts. I think Goofy um, kind of wears the same thing, but he has a shield. <laughs> At least I he, think I would... Um, anyway. I think I would fuck Sora because he's a human. Well, I, well, I would, uh, okay. I would yeah. marry... I would marry Goofy because he's a fucking dumbass, but he means well. Yep. And I would have to hunt Donald because he's never going to heal you. Uh, and damn it. he's kind of a he's kind of an ignorant dick. Okay. I I don't know Sora, um, but I've always wanted to kill Donald Duck even since I was a little kid, just because of like <laughs> god awful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that shit at all. And as much as I hate the Goofy kind of bullshit that Goofy does, like I feel like if I was married to him, I could just bully him into being quiet all the time. So I'm, I'm sorry. Have you seen exactly. a Goofy movie? Marry Goofy. Definitely marry Goofy. Yeah, that's what I think both of us uh, said that. 100%. I'm going to hunt Sora because, Chris, I'm sorry. He's like 14. Are you telling me you're going to fuck that duck? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. He has it coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I did not. I did not know that Sora was fourteen. He never wears I, I, pants. That, that, I don't know that how that old is he is. A little is, weird. He's definitely aged by now. Okay, okay it's been cool. like a hundred years. He's like sixteen in the second one. And there's been four hundred and fifty-five Kingdom Hearts games. It's fine. He's okay. fine. Okay. It's anime, so he looks twelve, but he's probably like forty-two. It's fine. Sure. Uh, who is up next? Thank you, Fletch. By the way, for giving us that fuck Mary Hunt. We appreciate it. Eric, you're you're on you're on Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck Mary Hunt, Dick, the turducken sandwich, <laughs> and the demon tablet. <laughs> now, <I don't> <laughs> this is the other one I'd say for you, Chris, because I didn't know how you would accept uh, fuck Mary Hunt I, and the turducken sandwich. No sweat, no sweat. I got this. So, um, so hmm. okay, Dick, the turducken sandwich, and the demon tablet. All right, I'm gonna hunt. Uh, I'm gonna hunt dick he's a bad guy i gotta kill him mm, i'm gonna gotta marry it. that demon tablet because it's gotta be worth something and i'm gonna fuck that gonna sandwich, fuck that sandwich <laughs> aren't you god you know what i'd really hate that we are so in tune when it comes to these fuck mary hunts we always agree and i just i just don't necessarily like it <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. i'm not fucking Zora. oh yeah so no i'm not i'm fucking that duck chris got Zora all to again. himself i'm saying we don't agree well i guess you and chris Hmm. Uh, this is sort of hard. I mean, that tablet. Not gonna. Are you gonna fuck it? No. It has no uh, soft bits at all. That's why you got to marry. I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you gotta fuck the sandwich. <laughs> the only option it's the only it's... option because nobody wants to marry or fuck dick like that dude is that dude is bad news yeah he's a little yeah, no, he's, he's a monster he's an yeah. absolute monster yes he'll eat you in all the wrong ways like come on anyway jeremy um next up is from our good friend uh wayne <laughs> at onside seven um shout outs to wayne who does a lot of cool art and he takes commissions so go check him out at onside seven most recently oh, yeah our friend of the show patty stardust started a one bro run in dark souls 2 and he uh commissioned wayne to make him a cool youtube thumbnail and it worked and it's so beautiful and you guys should go check it out fuck yeah a- anyway Wayne says, greetest, nope, that's not a word, greetest, oh boy. <laughs> greetings, dearest hunks, how are you? I hope well. 
I think we're all doing well. Everyone good? Okay. Yeah. Well, season plenty, seven. Huh? Season seven of Supernatural <laughs> was originally where I fell off watching. I think it was a uh, couple of weeks after Bobby's death. Hearing you guys talk about it gave me got me to give it another shot and yeah it was definitely more fun than season six i'm excited to watch season eight along with the cast i just also want to shout out that i really like the change to covering one episode of the show per episode of the podcast hard to believe you used to do three in one with much love from the anime minds wayne thank you wayne we really appreciate it i cannot believe i think it's it's just more manageable for everyone involved including the listeners including the listeners yeah (laughs) Can you imagine, like, because you and I still, like, we, we communicate a whole lot. And, like, so that's when Sunday night's around, we're like, are you you're watching Supernatural? Yeah, I'm watching Supernatural or whatever. We used to do three of those. That'd be, like, an, like three hours, basically, worth of our time that we're doing. No no idea how we managed it. I uh, guess we didn't have, like, 11 other podcasts. Well, I'll speak for myself. I didn't have 11 sure, other sure, podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you're up. I am indeed. This one is from. This is actually Dylan. I don't know why his name. Oh yeah, this is Dylan from from the Horrible Podcast. That's uh, exactly season four, four guest. Guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all did it. Another great season of Hunk Talk. Speaking of great seasons, how great is season seven? I always had a weird soft spot for it, but hearing how much you boys enjoyed it has really made me feel vindicated. If anything, I'm a tad bummed the Leviathans don't get to be, uh, don't get to do a bit more because despite how campy and silly they are, I think they are one of the most surprisingly credible threats uh, the writers have cooked up. The idea of monsters who can navigate and manipulate the human world on a scale like the Leviathans actually puts the demons to shame. And I think, in retrospect, actually kind of dilutes demons as the overall big bad. Like, Hmm. it's weird to me that Lucifer or Crowley never had an idea as insidious as Dick Roman. Uh, We're getting to Season 8, which I have tried and failed to finish twice. It marks the end point of my previous Supernatural binges. Something about running through backwoods Canada, I mean, (laughs) limbo, bored the dog piss out of me. I think I'll be able to finally finish it with you boys to guide me. Uh, But it brings me to my question. What are some shows you've enjoyed oldly grudgingly? Uh, for instance, I sat through all of Lost and Dexter despite season three of Lost and season six of Dexter being some of the worst TV I've ever subjected myself to. Are there any shows that you stuck with despite your better judgment? Hunking is a habit, Dylan. P.S. I cannot tell you how horny I am for Silver from Monsters. Supremely, indescribably <laughs> horny. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, always just to give another opportunity, go check out Horrible Podcasts. Where it's Dylan and three of his friends um, and various uh, also guests and things that show up. Uh, it's ostensibly about horror movies, but I'm pretty sure they just talk about dicks. Like dicks and cocks and butts it, and farts. It's cool. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, like, you guys think- had to wait till season seven for an excuse to talk about dick. They just... Yeah, yeah. We, we, we held it. We held it all in. They just let all yeah, their dicks out. Yeah. yeah. Um. To say about the Leviathans, I do think that it is interesting that they're able to um, to sort of infiltrate in a way that trumps anything that the demons ever did, but they end up with one, like, massive weakness, I guess, that is able to be exploited in the way that the demons are sort of just, like, eternally burning in hell, so they're gonna always be around. Um, but it is an interesting thing to think about, that these Leviathans pop out of nowhere, and then they just... They, they're incredibly powerful. They it, it, uh, infiltrate all of America's infra- infrastructure, and then they're just gone, and that's it. Um, Do you think that's because they sidestep the soul economy? Because demons are very obs- possible. obsessed with g- gathering human souls. Yeah. Lucifer, Leviathans are just worried about diet. Yeah, all they all they care about is eating. So they don't really have like these, like they don't want to bring down humanity to prove a point to their absent father or to get all of their souls so that they can 
question mark, question mark, question mark, and then profit like demons do or Lucifer did. Like all they are concerned with is eating. And so like they are laser guided towards that. Like that, this is what we're going to versus, you know, the, the demons never thought, yes, we should breed humans that, ought, that have the genetic capability to sell their soul to us, <laughs> <laughs> which granted would be pretty funny. Um, as far as shows that I watched, despite my, my better judgment, I sort of just was along for the ride. This is, they're both pretty small. The second one was season two of True Detective. I really liked the first oh, season, wow. and I just kept waiting for the second season to be really good, even though something in me, like, from episode one told me, this isn't the same, this is this is going to disappoint you, and it did. Uh, I don't think it's, like, awful terrible, I think it's just a, it's a letdown for how much I enjoyed season one. And the other one, which is probably going to make people want to um, stop listening to this podcast, is Firefly. I ended up really liking Firefly by the time I finished it. But going through it, I pretty much didn't want to watch any episode of it. I would put it on and I would be bored to tears. And somehow by the end of it, I was like, that was really fun. And I liked it. And I still feel that way. I do. I haven't changed my mind. And I don't think that Firefly is a bad show. Uh, I think it's a good show. But when I was watching it, for whatever reason, I kept thinking, why am I watching this? It's just one of those. It was like a nerd touchstone that I hadn't ever come near. And I think that the Joss Whedon style like humor it doesn't do it for me, really. I can it's see always, that. Yeah. I mean, granted, I like anime, so who the hell am I talking about? But um, <laughs> I think that it, it's always felt a little bit cheesy to me. So I think I, I wasn't like laughing in the moment with the show, and I just kept comparing it to, to other things. And like I said, when I finished it, I was like, okay, that was actually really great. Now that it's all tied up with a bow, I like it. And I haven't gone back to it since then. And I'm not like, again, not a Firefly hater, but that was a show that I kept thinking, why are you watching this? Why are you doing this? Watch something else. Um, but I am glad that I got through it. Eric, do you have any? Um... Uh, none off the top of my head, but definitely when I got the season six plus of Dexter, it was start- it started to be like, I'm sort of watching this because I'm, I'm this far uh, by season, whatever the final season was, eight, I think. I actually like watched an episode or two and then stopped and then uh eventually watched the last two at a friend's house and i felt like i didn't miss anything by skipping season eight so dexter (laughs) dexter's a good one actually i like lost uh all the way through i'm one of those guys uh but yeah i have Uh, a um i have a a weakness like i can i can put on especially if it's superhero related like i've watched all of agents of shield i've watched a lot of um the DC quote unquote Arrowverse. Um, I've watched, I watched all of lost. I watched all of Dexter. Um, I've, I've, I have, I will usually, I like when things end and I'm always very curious how they end. So to me, yeah. if I'm, if I get to a halfway point, I'm usually probably will, I'll, I'll just sit on the couch and like put it on the background or something and finish it. Um, I, th- I think probably the worst out of all of those will, in my mind, always be Dexter. The The it's, final season of Dexter oh. is excruciatingly bad. I, spoiler spoiler alert, they introduce an incest plotline, which is yeah. fucking horrible and terrible. The way that the episode actually ends up is that the, season, the series ends up is one of the most ridiculous, like, why did I even watch this moments of my entire life? Uh, it's just, it is just bad. <laughs> like, he, man. And, uh, bonkers. Just a special shout out to, uh, the show community. I, um, mm-hmm. community is a great show. I don't want to, I don't want to 
don't want, I don't want to put down your pitchforks, everybody. Uh, Autumn and I watched it as it was coming on back in the day. And so, uh, but we kind of fell off of it at some point. So we said, Hey, we're going to rewatch it. Like we ran out of parks and Rec, So we're like, Hey, let's rewatch community. I got to season. What is the new one? I think season five is after Donald Glover left. And then season six, maybe is there one of those, whatever the last season, season six is on Yahoo only. Yeah, so I think season six is where we got to, and we watched a couple of episodes of that, and then we both looked at each other like, I don't, this isn't funny, and I don't want to watch it. This is fucking terrible. Yeah. And just yeah. literally stopped watching it and have not finished it. I have no plans to go back. So Community, Community gets an honorable a, mention. Community was a show that I watched probably as much as I watched Supernatural. Like, I've seen the first three seasons of, of Community, like, ten times each. I just used to put that show on all the time while I was doing other stuff. I had the DVDs and I absolutely loved it. It was like, it was just, it was like a comfort show. But yeah, a hundred percent have, I've did not, did not make it through that show. I've seen the first, whatever, many seasons, dozens of times, but, but, uh, haven't made it any further than that. Cause it stops being good pretty fast. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Eric, let's go to the next one. Because I am, I am running out of steam, and we've got like seventeen thousand more of these. <laughs> let's move fast. Let's move fast. <laughs> uh, this is from Nico again. Nico Guastieri. I said it better before, but whatever. <laughs> Rewind to hear it better. Uh, oh shit! I nearly forgot to ask. Fuck Mary Hunt. Dick Roman, cock Roman, <laughs> Dick Greek. Uh, Thanks for your time, uh, Nico. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Still, who's, who's still gonna, Dick, um, who is Dick Greek, by the way? Just real Dick quick. Greek, I feel like it sounds like something we talked about, but I don't know. So, okay. Um, okay. In in this scenario, in this set scenario, Dick Greek, he's a wild card, so I gotta kill him. Can't trust him. Get rid of him. Uh, number two, Cock Roman. He's a dirty boy, so I'm gonna fuck down on, on Cock Roman. Into and number it. one, in this round, I'm marrying Dick Roman because no. I feel like... We're going to take over America together. Just a, just a quick note from Google. Um, if you Google Dick Greek, it literally just gives you the translation of the word Dick into Greek. And then also, <laughs> also there's a question that says, why do Greek statues have such small penises? So that's where we're oh, at, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if you oh, Google, yeah. if you Google yeah. Dick Greek. Uh, just flap it in the wind, man. That's yes, true. Yeah. I mean, you try standing still for 20 hours while somebody makes your likeness and fucking granite and see how, yeah. how hard your Your circulation's going to be all fucked. It's got to be messed up, man. Yeah. Um, that's why they have fluffers, right? I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to hunt Dick Greek because I don't know who he is. I'm going mystery. to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to fuck Dick Roman and I'm going to marry Cock Roman. I feel like the guy that names himself Cock Roman is a guy that's just yeah. not going to hide stuff from me. He's not going to play any games. He's not going to, mm. you know what I'm saying? He's just going to be direct. And that's the, that's the dude I want in my life for the next, I don't know, like, I don't know how long Cock Roman exists, a thousand years. So, <laughs> Eric? I think I'm on the same page as Jeremy here. I, appre- I, I can respect that. I can respect that. But I just feel like I feel like Cox's a dirty boy. That's all. I don't want to say it again. Uh, yeah, again. But he puts that he puts I, that shingle out front, like so you know yeah, what you're getting into when you walk in the house. Well, and he has a shingle, man. And he definitely has a shingle. That's just a giant, like crudely John penis. Um, next up is uh, band manager at Lisa dot ham on Twitter. Uh, she says, Hey guys, first of all, thank you for this amazing podcast. I started listening to you two weeks ago while cleaning my kitchen and well, my kitchen's never been cleaner because I simply couldn't stop <laughs> listening. Just assisting in everybody's housework. I love this. Back in 2013, I was one of those very intense Tumblr Destiel people and was so done with everything during season nine that I stopped watching for a while. I picked it up last year, currently stuck somewhere in season 12, but watch it with less uh, emotional attachment than before. <laughs> but your podcast actually made me remember what I liked about the show 
in the beginning. It's so nice to hear you talking about it in such a fresh way. Not like the mess Tumblr often is. (laughs) Sometimes Uh, when I look at Twitter or whatever it is, like the supernatural fandom, it makes, it makes it sound like all of these, these kids think that the actors have these psychotic, hateful relationships where they're either in love with each other and living in each other's houses or they're like hardcore enemies i'm like guys just they're all just co-workers yeah they're just, take just, it just easy. maybe they're just buds <laughs> they're yeah. all just doing their best yeah <laughs> they're just people yeah that, that one episode of the french mistake was not real <laughs> like that, none of that yeah. stuff exists uh Lisa continues, I'm definitely going to check out your Patreon, and oh my god, please do the Buffy podcast. I am begging you. I grew up watching Buffy, and I'd love to hear you talking about it. Uh, we mentioned this earlier. That we were, I mean, that's probably in the cards at some point for Monster Week Presents, but no timetable on it. Uh, I will say that I, for my, I'm for i on my first watch of Buffy, and I'm somewhere in season two, and uh, season one's a little rough. There's some really great episodes that I can't wait to talk about. Season two is, is picking up the, the quality quite a bit, and uh, there's that... Joss Whedon led project that where they're going to, I don't know if it's a reboot or a sequel or whatever for Buffy. And like they're going to have to do more Buffy, ep- new Buffy episodes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that might be a good time for us to kind of dip in and try to try to try to bring in some, some new people. So I don't know like that. I think that some of that stuff could, could possibly be on the docket. Um, I, I know that for me, I think Chris and I, talking about Buffy would be a hell of a good time. So yeah, I think we'd have a lot of fun doing that. Thank you for writing in Lisa. Thank you. Am I up next? Okay, well, well, look who look, it is. Look who it is. If it isn't old friend Ian, season five's guest at Bad Duder on Twitter. Um, Chris, if you, a YouTube link. Yeah, you should you that, should go ahead and check out that YouTube link because me and it's going to be in the outtakes. Me and uh, Eric listening to it earlier. So you should you should you should take a moment. Uh, Ian, you got me doing extra homework here, buddy. It's true. Open new tab. Copy and paste. What the? F- spooky, spooky Halloween. Yeah, song. have fun okay. with this, Chris. It's kind of a nice song, isn't it? Kind of nice. It's just very and pleasant. It's constructed. It's constructed nice. Yeah. It's uh, lacking lyrically, but. But it's a it's a nice thing. It, it's not the blue jean heaven or the no. Was it the cowboy boot heaven that he showed us last time? Chris, did you just get sucked into this? You told me to watch a YouTube video during my podcast. I'm just watching the YouTube video. (laughs) Wait till they start dancing. All All right. right. Read the thing. Yeah. Uh, Oh. I feel like structurally season six and seven have a lot of the same problems where they just have too many ideas. They both throw a lot of spaghetti at the proverbial wall. Know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, though, where season six felt a lot to me like a huge unsatisfying mess... Season 7 felt like it had its shit together for the most part, and ended up tying lots of its disparate elements together in the end in a way that felt pretty satisfying to me. Unsatisfying, Bobby, a huge unsatisfying mess, name of Ian's sex tape. Please continue. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Ghost Bobby, Ditsy Cass, Dick Roman, and Crowley all feel that they should be on different story wavelengths, but they synthesize them really well. Um, sure, there was like Dean murdering Amy, Sam's hell visions just kind of going away out of the blue, Frank's whole everything. Uh, lots of stuff that was lame and half-baked. But I feel like, as a whole, Season 7 seems like it's got its shit figured out better than Season 6 it did. I agree. Um, and I like the idea of corporate evil monster guys. 
I wish the last three episodes of the season had been like the entire second half of it, which I guess is ironic because I'm always asking for more Monster of the Week episodes. In season seven had tons of them. I guess I'm just unpleasable. <laughs> I feel like Supernatural <laughs> has been going for long enough now that they're that we're in a zone where I want to see them do more weird shit and fight more weird monsters and different kinds of threats because I've already had six seasons of punching a bad guy with a special spell, which I guess is how they did end up solving the problem this time too. And it was, in fact... Pretty fucking rad, but that's more because of the Destiel dupe is great than anything else. I still wish there was some other way to beat a big bat in the show. Um, well, Sam jumped into hell in season five. That was kind of cool. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I came out of season seven pretty high on it, and I hope some of these new characters like Charlie and Kevin stick around, uh, but I ain't holding my breath. You two are always lovely dudes and fabulous toasts. Very excited to get started on season eight. Oh, thank, thank you, Ian. Appreciate it. There's another YouTube link, but like... It's, it's, it's the, the same, same one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch this on my private time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, I, I don't think... We, we briefly mentioned Charlie, but uh, Charlie and Gavin are both standout like guest stars to me, and uh, I can't Absolutely. wait to see them more. So I'm very excited about that. And I agree with a lot of, of Ian's... Um, critique on on season seven in general like it as messy as it felt like it still worked at the end which is really impressive to me Mm -hmm. all right right. ian again yeah ian wrote in in twice um i mean i mean he wrote in twice when he guessed it on the show so it's only fair that he writes in twice when he's not (laughs) guessing on the show i guess (laughs) yeah also twitter at bad duder website whatever i'm on a time crunch man fuck mary hunt bobby's house Rufus's cabin, Dad's spooky storage unit. Okay, I like okay. I like Dad, this okay. a lot. I like this a lot. Let's assume. Let's all assume that um, these three locations are in the prime of their existence, right? Like, because okay. Bobby House is burned down. Rufus has always seen a lot of time. Dad's been abandoned since season two, for all we know. So this is prime. Lo- this is prime real estate for okay. these three. Okay, yeah. I'm marrying Bobby's house in its prime. It's you know there are still beds upstairs and not just piles of books mm-hmm. with pillows on them. Yep. Um, Bob- so Bobby's house is pretty great. Yeah, it's a big old fashioned home, and I'm a I'm a fuck. Rufus's cabin damn it, on the Chris. side on the weekends when nobody's around because I'm going on vacation. I'm slipping out. I'm going to the cabin. I'm sipping some whiskey by the lake, enjoying myself. And then I guess I gotta kill. I gotta hunt that dad's storage unit because it's full of booby traps, and that's dangerous for the kids. Eric, what about you? Hmm. Ooh. I think uh, I think I gotta marry Rufus's cabin. Uh, just because you know Bobby's house is in a junkyard. Right. Not really liking that environment. It sells my heart, so you know. But Dad's spooky storage unit. Ease up, emo boy. Ease up. <laughs> uh, see, I think marrying you either marry the storage unit or Rufus's cabin for all the spells or just the nice scenery, and probably some spells at Rufus's cabin. So I gotta hunt the storage cabin, though storage unit, and okay. uh, you know, Bobby getting a little with Bobby's house. Hey. You gotta do what you gotta do. When you're at Rufus's house, I'm at Bobby's house, and it's a nice little agreement that we we don't talk about, but we all understand. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. Let's, I'm a yeah. unsurprisingly, I'm gonna follow Chris's lead. Uh, I think Bobby's house is easily the most marryable house ever. It's filled with rooms. You could never have enough kids to fill those rooms right. up. Right. Um, it has a, a working mechanic shop. It's filled with old cars. There's there's a crane I believe like at some point we drop a cat we drop a car there's on a top of a somewhere. leviathan. There are a yeah. ton of bodies it's, buried on the property. There's <laughs> so many bodies. Uh, Rufus's cabin is definitely like the fuck place. Like that's where you take your girlfriend, boyfriend, ghost friend, who 
whoever, the angel friend, to, to go get a little way, get away from everybody for a little while, and, and that's your little fuck palace. Um, Dad's spooky storage unit is literally filled with spooky shit. You have to hunt that if you're a hunter. Like that's that's it. Like you can just yeah, blow it up from the outside, and you solve so many problems. So, yeah. all right. Uh, last, finally, thank you everybody for sticking with us. We are uh, Fletch is written in again. If you're if you're new to the podcast, uh, since Fletch has been writing in for our feedback episodes, he always likes. He's brand new. He has not followed ahead of the show. Followed ahead? That's not a word. He has not watched ahead of where the <laughs> podcast ahead. is. So he likes to uh, send in his both his season his uh, season kind of wrap up thoughts as well as make some predictions. So these are all very good uh, season seven thoughts. And by the way, this is uh, Fletch. I don't remember his at on twitter but it doesn't matter um season seven thoughts number one that's not how leviathans work nothing involved biblical dawn at all this year biblical dong at all this year so sure uh number two this season was hotter than expected despite this on like 10 levels so even though there wasn't biblical dong it was still very very hot number three really enjoying how the secondary cast all got their own little arcs this year and some fun stories as well as bobby (laughs) wow he didn't like that story i guess Season I think eight means prediction a, a game. Sad story. Uh, number one, we're going to start playing. Where's Kaz? Oh no! At the beginning of every season for a bit, so he doesn't <laughs> magic a villain to shreds until they're established. I predict he's gone to get Dean out of purgatory by episode four. You know what would have been the easiest uh, thing number for the two, writers? A is new threat now that we're Castile getting to the point of human. literally just taking names for the Bible and fanficking them. Mark of Cain, except he's a person, not a brand. Mark of Cain, the son of the first murderer. Uh, number three. Sam has spent his brocation fixing up the car and making deals with at least one devil in search of his brother because the only person he might have hanging around is Meg. Bobby's gone, Kaz is gone, and that means he's absolutely summoning something stupid to try and find answers. Swerve (laughs) idea, he accidentally summons Dad from heaven. (laughs) That is amazing. Accidentally. (laughs) That's... Oh, man. Number four. Joke episode this year will be... The boys end up on a talk show for the meta episode, and it turns into a parody of shock treatment. Really like that one. Uh, finally, how do you defeat the Mark of Cain? Simple. Someone has to become an even larger monster than he is to take on the evil. So, of course, it's Dean ter- Dean's turn to get in a box or something. <laughs> or good. something. Or Very something. Good. Or something. Thank you, oh, Fletch. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll verify or not uh, a lot of those in, in the coming <laughs> Some season. Some of these... Might be confirmed or denied very quickly. Or, or probably something. not. Or maybe something. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Sam inadvertently summoning John from hell or something. It's so, heaven. Something. Or no, something. from heaven, specifically. <laughs> from heaven, yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, uh, everybody, this has been an extremely long episode, the likes of which we, we have not it. seen in a long time. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for Ooh, sticking with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for being time. such a, a huge supporter of the show, man. Like, you've been listening yeah. since day one, and we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Eric. I mean, you got me reinterested in the show, I guess. Where, uh, if you want to talk to, if people on the internet want to talk to you Oof. for some reason, where can they do that? I, for some reason. There's great reasons to talk to Eric. Well, I talk about anime sometimes, Bloodborne, uh, on, the Discord, on the Monster of the Week Discord, which you should pay and get in on. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, Agreed. Um, and uh, at Zchokobo on Twitter. That's basically it. Huh. Cool. Um, there you have it, folks. Chris, are you are you still at your usual place at Local Bones? I am at Local Bones on Twitter. I deleted the Twitter app from my phone. 
because I was spending far too much time looking at the old uh, uh, tweets.com, which is bad for your eyeballs when trying to be productive and do podcast work and creative writing work. So I had to delete the Twitter app. I didn't delete my Twitter. Just deleted the app. So I check it sometimes uh, when I'm pooping. So don't you worry. Oh, good. So if Chris has responded to you on the internet, know that he is is in situ. Jeremy, where are you? Uh, you can find me at JG Greer on Twitter. Uh, come talk to me about anything and everything supernatural or anything in between. Uh, talk to the podcast at MOTWcast. We've mentioned it several times in the middle of this, but uh, you can go to Monster of the Week. Nope. You can go to patreon.com slash Monster of the Week to uh, donate a couple of bucks per month and get access to a lot of cool features. By the time this episode comes out, there will be a whole new show from Chris and Jeremy. So you're going to want to check that out. Um, definitely go to that site and do that. Uh, you can also go to Monster of the Week cool and find links to shirts old episodes previous guests everything else thank you everybody so much for listening we love you very much a lot and uh we will see you next week with season eight episode one uh which we have named the perg see you next week everybody (laughs) we love you bye Get it. Oh. What was this? We st- oh my gosh. I don't know when we actually started. I have two hours and 11 minutes. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm reco- oh, I'm recording. So, geez. Yeah, I'm at 231, so like we, we have a lot to go through. I'm also yeah, at like 24 markers, yeah. so that, that'll be a good time. Yeah. The big, fat, nasty orc uh, we're looking at. Um, I'm going to... I don't like that at all. <laughs> don't, don't say that again. What up? What's happening? Definitely said that to myself with my mic muted. <laughs> Can you hear me at all? Had to say it a second time. Nope. No, you cannot hear me. That's why you're no. Reading. Oh. Hell no. Not again. Uh, and also, I can hear you. Yeah. Like, your volume's fine. I mean. Oh you, wait, you can hear me. <laughs> I I can. Der- Eric, don't fuck with me. <laughs> You have no idea the drama we went through last week with this. <laughs> How are you, man? Well, I'm fine. <clears throat> Autumn, is try- Autumn is trying to sneak out of here without oh. making a noise. So. Oh. Yes, it is your friend, Eric. Autumn says, I, Autumn I says hello. You. I, I heard you whisper next to a microphone. He heard you whisper. I probably should. Yeah, that means my gain is up way too high. Autumn and I were talking about anime the other night, and um, she said that uh, her favorite anime growing up was something called Unico. So she went on... We were drunk, by the way, if you can't tell. Um, She went on Amazon and paid for the DVD, which came in. And it's... It doesn't sound like a very good show. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> Unico the Unicorn has the amazing power to make anyone he meets happy, whether it's because of his personality or the powers of his horn. Hmm. <coughs> Nobody knows. <coughs> 
However, the gods become jealous of Unico. That's underscore. That's a uh, lowercase gods, by the way. Thinking that only they should be able to decide or allow people to be happy. Unico is banished to the Hill of Oblivion. Both of those are, ca- oh. those are capitalized. <laughs> it's- and the West Wind is ordered to take him there. She can't stand giving this fate to Unico. So Unico's adventure <laughs> begins as the West can't Wind takes him... Th- one from one place and time to the next and a never ending journey to escape the right. wrath of the gods based on the comic by the legendary Osama Tezuka, the quote unquote God of manga. This classic film is available on DVD for the first time ever. I, for, I, I like how it's a hill. <laughs> <laughs> the hill of oblivion it's not a mountain it's just yeah it's not like the lake of oblivion like the pit of oblivion like it really should be a pit you know, of oblivion if you come if you really think about it it's like a 45 degree angle <laughs> 15 20 feet high it's the mound of oblivion it's the pile of dirt of oblivion <laughs> i'm apparently gonna have to watch that at some point i wonder how many episodes it is uh i can't imagine it's more than thirteen. It doesn't actually it doesn't actually say on this. It's volume one of um, thirty. Color time. It's ninety minutes, so maybe it's just a movie. Oh, okay. Oh, it's unrated yeah. too. By the way, oh yeah. <laughs> Excited to see Unico's horn. Uh, Get some action. Unrated. Oh. Oh, Chris is. A little bit late. He said he will be ready in ten. So we have to vamp for about ten more minutes. Oh, man, this is hard. I don't know how you always do this. Uh, Chris is the funny one. Is the answer to that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Chris usually com- c- c- comes with the comes with the heat. We had so much, so many problems last week uh, that, like, at one point I tagged Brian Wade in, so Brian Wade shows up in the outtakes. But there's only like seven minutes of outtakes because, like, we just had so many technical problems. Oh, that's yeah. I saw him in the podcast thing. I was like, "What are they recording?" And then I thought it was something secret. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just I was trying to think the secret oh, project. Oh, no. might have been the the like oh something he's interested in. Uh, I was gonna be like, it better not be Magic the Gathering. No, it's definitely not fucking Magic the Gathering. Oh shit! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, it's a gamer. whoa! Oh, gamer alert. <laughs> oh, gamer coming in hot. Eric uh, Eric just asked me like how we do this for so long, and I was like, Chris is usually the funny one, and then you come in with like the, the funniest joke that we've made all day so far, and we've been recording for 20 minutes now. <laughs> sorry. I, um, sorry for the delay. I, uh, I also just, so not only did I get onto my... Uh, into my gaming rig late, mm-hmm. but also my Oof. audacity wasn't picking up on either my microphone or my headphones. That's because for some reason, everything is labeled wrong now. I figured it out, but it's unnecessary. Wow, I just lost Uh, everybody's audio for a good 20 seconds there, so... Oh, tight, 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 tight. Literally, he was just saying how perfect everything was going. Yeah. Literally. He was like, actually, the internet's been pretty good right now. And then, maybe it's Chris that's fucking me up. Last week, that was the problem, is Chris kept hearing his own audio, and I was like, there's no mm-hmm. way it could possibly be me. And so I disconnected and got him to join with Brian Wade on a phone call, and it was like, yep, that's definitely you. It's only you that's making that happen. So, yeah. so that means that you don't, you didn't actually get any of the conversation that me and Brian had, right? Oh, there's, it's actually, there, there's there's only seven minutes of outtakes, and you and Brian have like a brief, <laughs> we, you briefly show up and then leave. We talked about <laughs> Renaissance fairs and bees <laughs> Nope, I didn't get any of that. So that's a, that's a real shame. 
You guys should have been recording that for me. And you know, it's it's funny because like you talk to so many people, especially like doing this and and listening to other people's podcasts. I forget who I have or haven't actually spoken to. Yeah. So I just talked to Brian Wade as if we had already talked because I couldn't remember if we had. <laughs> Um, you and should I introduce? Should there be a formal introduction? Because I've talked to both of you on a podcast before, but I don't know that you know one another. Uh, it's fine. I feel like we're already well, friends. I, you don't have to make I, a big deal out of it. No, I kind of want to do like a formal, like okay. Chris Moser. Okay. I would like to introduce Hi. you to Eric Zchokobo. <laughs> Eric Chokobo. That's my, that's my name. That's my legal name. It's People weird. don't know that. It's weird, but that is. It's lovely to this. meet you, Mister Chokobo. <laughs> It's quite a pleasure. It's from the uh, from the New York Chocobos, by the way. What if <laughs> Not the what fun. if I join this? What if I join this voice chat and I was actually British? But that would be a fucking I, like a I shocker. Been, I would have been pretty surprised because I did hear you talk on Don't Give Us Oh, right. I was on a podcast before. What if I joined this voice chat and I was just literally Caitlin from Australia and surprised all, both of you? <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> just playing it straight the whole time. <laughs> Uh, Chris, do you have your um, your feedback notes up? Or you know, if you're gonna wait till the middle of the episode to open that up, we have a lot of feedback, y'all. Just to- shut your fucking mouth! Wow, how dare you insult me in front of our guest, Mister Chocobo? Sorry, <laughs> Doctor. No, <laughs> yes, excuse me, um, Doctor Chocobo. Uh, hold on, I just have a I have an Amazon tab up. And, Excuse me. Uh, what you buying? Phoebe Bridgers farewell tour tab up and a YouTube tab. I don't. Are any of those the correct uh, tab? No, definitely not. I don't. Okay. It's I, probably the wrong YouTube video. But if you look in the MOTW notes section, you can just find it. Uh, also, also, Eric, don't click on that because you'll we'll spoil your surprise for what our next podcast is. <laughs> Which one? Nothing. Never. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Oh, okay. little tired you guys uh i have been up ever since i was talking to ian last night about bloodborne are you serious That's inappropriate dude 100 percent. how many episodes of supernatural did you get through today none okay good good i was really worried I, that you would like cram 11 of them and you'd be just d- defeated today well i could have i could have but i decided to do other things a good idea and every time i was doing the other thing i was like oh, i should watch like two more episodes of supernatural like at least and i just watched the finale before chris and i don't do any of this, this any so. any preparation for this so neither should you you watch the episodes at least well i mean you've watched the episodes yeah, yeah but that was true. weeks ago <laughs> it was weeks ago like i have no idea what's going on in supernatural season seven right now i'm already on season eight mm-hmm. i've forgotten everything yeah, yeah. So. Uh, i'll be honest i kind of already forgot about what happened in the first episode of season eight <laughs> uh we just did a podcast. We're, we're no, very dope. bad at this. We're very bad at this, y'all. <laughs> did you just send me that picture of Autumn's anime again, Jeremy? Well, I sent. I was sending it to Eric. I forgot that you were in that chat. So, pretty fucking cool of you. Just forget about me. Well, I was. Uh, I was reading him the description because the DVD finally came in, and uh, the description is very hilarious. Oh, Apparently, he has to go to the Hill of Oblivion. Because um, oh fuck yeah! Because the the gods are, are the gods don't want him making people happy, which pretty much sounds like my high school career. I don't know about you. Right guys. on, yeah, Chris. You know, not not the mountain of 
oblivion. Yeah. Not so not like the, the pit of oblivion. <laughs> just the hill. The hill. It's, it's, it's just, just a, the hill. It's just a just normal hill. hill. Could be. It could be worse. That's all I'm saying. It should be the haunted hill of oblivion in my mind. Ooh, ooh. That's my next YouTube series. Ooh, I like that. Do you guys have a lot of hills up in Boston? I didn't think you did. Uh, oh, yeah, it's called. I think it's called the city on the hill. Is it? Is it? No, I think that's Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Eric and I, Eric and I both went to public high school. We have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, geography, I, I, there, so there are plenty geog- of hills. I'm there are plenty of hills. Uh, it's not part of part of what I do in the morning when I'm when I'm driving to work is just coast down the like the hill near me and just see if I can get enough momentum going without having to hit the brakes so that I can make my way back up the other side of the hill and then down. I can coast this whole like one mile, two mile stretch of road. Because there's so many damn hills. If, if nobody gets in my way. How much, Otherwise, I have to break. throws off the whole thing. How much cooler would this story be if you were riding a skateboard and not driving a car in this story? Oh, man. Fuck. God oh. damn. I can I you just, just edit? Can you edit that in where I say, <laughs> yes. yeah, when I'm bored to work in the morning? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll definitely. Wait, get a clean I'm take. Get a that. clean take so he can edit it in. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, make sure you're boarding to work. <laughs> yeah. That, when I'm blading my way to work. <laughs> You know, you you talk about um, going to work with your with your boy Steve. Like, is he? Mm-hmm. Are you on the the longboard? And he's just like in like the the, the, yeah, the, the prince of Lothric, like Mongo. on top of your head, on the, like behind I'm, you. I'm pushing Mongo, and Steve's just pushing, sort of hanging on. Pushing my back. Mongo. He, he's he's. I, I hear Steve's a goofy uh, <clears throat> boy. Goofy, goofy boy. He's goofy. a goofy boy. Goofy, goofy style. A goofy gamer. He's a goofy gamer. One hundred percent. Goofy style, you know, when you push with your when you push with your left foot. Oh yeah, that's what we call. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we yeah. call pushing Mongo. I have no fucking. I played a Tony Hawk game. Who uh, who guessed that it was? Uh, don't give up. It was. I think it was. Um, yeah, don't give up, Steve and Chris. That they were. You, were, you guys are going to resurrect <laughs> the Sean and Jump, Sean and Chomp finally, podcast. Finally, yes, all oh, of those delicious so many, animated so many failed podcasts <laughs> in my checkered past. I decided against. Well, first of all, obviously, I clicked the new secret project notes. And there's nothing there yet. Yeah, yeah, we but, haven't actually um, we haven't needed those notes yet at all. I was just gonna write in orgy and then edit it together so it looked like you wrote it. Okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I like I like looking at our our Monster of the Week podcast notes because mm-hmm. it's just shit out of context. Yeah, like but a screenshot from The yeah. Sims, a screenshot of Louisiana, a. Sc- picture of you and your dad yeah that, that um, weird vine that vine. you sent me one time <laughs> the, the very last thing is just i can and then a few minutes later or no it's several weeks it's, it's like weeks later yeah, i can and then can. we can <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious very good uh, uh, None of this has any fucking context. Okay, the supernatural thing, at least we talked about that on a podcast. Oh, Mari Mari. If you go back far enough, there's Mari Mari. Right. Ow! You know what? Hold on. I'm going to go take a wicked piss. Oh. All right. A wicked a Smart idea. <laughs> smart idea to do it Chris, now. do you need to take a wicked anything before we get started? No, I just peed. I do have kind of a bellyache because I ate a lot of food to compensate for my low emotional state. But, you know, you know, we'll just see how this all pans out. What'd you eat? Uh, I had some, uh, some, actually, it was crackers crusted over some chicken or something. <laughs> That's some pasta. <laughs> and some, it was chicken, not pasta, and I had, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think that was all I had. Yeah, that, that was all I had. It sounds pretty it was good. Okay, it was pretty good. Hey, now, oh. now, now that uh, Eric's gone, do you think he's going to fit in, or what do you what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell this gamer to take a hike. We're gonna have to ask him for the gamer's exit, please. I want to know when when the gamer thing uh, comes full circle, and I have to. Or I don't know if this is full circle, but I just start like now bullying on gamers. Uh, as my new shtick, it's gonna happen eventually. But I've, I've been with this gamer thing for more than a year. So. You know, uh, you know, we know there's three Dylans in our community. I don't know if you know this mm-hmm. or not. There's Banshee mm-hmm. Beat Dylan. Um, there's your friend Dylan, and then there's uh, Dylan who has been on this podcast from the Horrible Podcast. Yeah. Um, when Autumn and I refer to Dylan, she always looks at me and she goes, "Do you mean Gamer Dylan?" To refer to. <laughs> As your friend Dylan, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. great because like they're all gamers, but only they're Dylan is gamer Dylan. <laughs> which is funny because he probably games the least out of any of them. That's <laughs> true. It's probably true. That guy is so busy. <laughs> he's very busy. What is he doing so over busy. there? He's always see, well, he's a musician doing and he plays gigs, a lot of shows. Doing, doing gigs. Doing yep. gigs. Whatever. Yep. Working weird hours. He was playing Morrowind this morning at like 9 a.m. or something. Why were you in your Xbox for 9 a.m.? Spied on a dude's gaming career. He was texting me about it. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Because <laughs> he keeps calling, because he made an orc and he just keeps calling them big, fat, nasty orc boys. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. So funny. I am adequately drained. That's Fuck a yeah. weird way to say that, gamer Eric. Oh. Hold on. That's not how. That's how we talk in New York. <laughs> Eric, the first time that uh, Chris heard you on the "Don't Give Up Skeleton" podcast, he literally texted me. Was like, "That dude's from 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 New. He has an accent. I had no idea. I had no idea. You didn't know I was from New York. It was I think from maybe New York. I, kind of I need to stop saying New York. I'm saying it on purpose, but also half on accident, and it's creeping me out. It happens. It happens. See, I always think like I must have a Boston accent, but I think it only you, comes out in certain words. It comes out in certain words, and also when anyone has an accent. It always comes out when they're passionate, and well, you're talking about, I, and you're passionate about honks. So passionate, yeah. tired, hey, or drunk. You want to know what else I'm passionate about? That's very true. You want to know what else I'm passionate about? Watching the season 14 Comic Con trailer for Supernatural. I don't know why I watched it. it. It popped up in my YouTube feed. I thought, "Fuck!" Oh, I haven't even watched that. You know who's barely in it is fucking Sam. Lucifer gets more screen time than Sam. Sam it's bullshit. Sam who? Winchester. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Frickin' boneheads. It's a lot of you. All right. Uh, are we ready right. to do the thing? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, spooky. I love spooky media. So, it's... Unless it's spiders, you know, right? Unless it's spiders. <laughs> uh, and, uh... Oh, hold on one second. My dog's barking. <laughs> Classic dog. God damn it, dog. I'm gonna go kick it. Don't, don't, don't kick, kick the, the dog! dog. I'm not gonna kick the dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sam. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know if you called him Sam on purpose or not, but... <laughs> no, I was definitely... Because Sam's a dog kicker. Like, he's Sam That's Dog right. Kicker Winchester, well, as we've... No- he does it with his car, not with his feet. It's true. He does like to kick dogs with his car. Did you see? It's called something different. Did you see the, uh, the 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 shirt that Autumn posted in, in hashtag Hunks today? No, I don't think so. Go, go! It's it's in the last four or five posts. So go check that out because I really I really dig it. Just a moment. Just a moment. Oh my god! 
Forget the Prince Charming with the horse. I want Dean with the Zimbala. Oh my god! No, no, but 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 look look carefully at the actual shirt. <laughs> you talking about Jensen with his sunglasses on? No, no, keep, keep, just just read very carefully. Forget the Prince Charming with a horse. I want Dean with his Impala. His Impala? You mean? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> hey, it's nothing but <laughs> Impala. It's the 1969 Impala. The, the classics. The classics. Is incredible. I'm sorry that you had to point that out oh. to me eight times before I saw it. Yeah, it, did, it took you a while. Chris, are you okay? Uh, a bit better. So, um... Okay, so you like Supernatural, Eric. Yeah, I like Supernatural. Dog's still barking, by the way, so he might hear a bark. Good, he's on the podcast now, too. Yeah. Um, she. she. I'm very oh. sorry that I gendered your dog. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, Chris, I cannot believe this. <laughs> Cut it. Edit it. Edit it. You were right. no longer ah. allowed to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oof. All right. Topical. Anyway. Do is this something that happens or is it a trick? You know, uh, you don't remember exactly. One second. No problem. One second. Hey, uh, Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, Jeremy, how you doing, buddy? Just kind of hanging out. Um, just chilling, doing yeah, the thing. Just hearing a bunch of dogs bark in the background. Um, hanging tight. Just, just you know, going for a little dog ride. I guess that's what you would call this. Yo, dogs. These dogs. You ain't even watched Supernatural. Yeah, what are you doing? Bobby's gone, Kaz is gone, and that means he's absolutely summoning something stupid to try and find answers. Swerve <laughs> idea, he accidentally summons Dad from heaven. <laughs> that is amazing. Accidentally. Did I lose you guys? Or is <laughs> anybody there? Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Where did everybody Uh-oh. go? Did we lose Jeremy? J-Dog? Punk Sword? Mm. Oh, oh, hey, there we go. Hey. Hey. Uh, where, did I, where did I cut off? Heaven. You, you just finished that accidentally. Oh, okay. Did heaven. you guys both laugh at that? We yes. did. Excellent, good. Okay, cool. That'll work yeah, out real we well. We validated you. We validated you. Don't worry. One, two, three. And, um... Fucking podcast boys or what? <laughs> I'm into it. Let me put on my podcast voice.